Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show. I am your host, Faith. The poet, and it gives me great pleasure to come again on the platform and panel of the Exceptional Scribble Show to provide nothing less than exceptional programming. Yes, you heard me correct. It is now 8.03 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On October the 24th, 2017, and again, this is another terrific Tuesday. I want to say welcome to all who are tuned in. Again, this is episode 186 of the Exceptional Scribble Show, and we are in for an amazing experience. Yes. Amazing. It's going to be an amazing experience. So what I'm going to do at this time is I am now requesting for everybody, if you're tuning in, now is the time for you to grab hold to any tools, any writing tools. Yes, that means if you need to write something down, this is the time to write things This is the time to make notes of what you will hear and learn. And I need you to do so and to do so as much as possible. Because, listen, we have a feature artist who will be in the spotlight who is very skilled at what he does. He is a versatile and talented artist, and he has a lot. To share tonight. So, again, this is the time for any and everyone tuned in to get hold to any writing tools because you're going to need them. Now, let me fill you in about who the feature artist in the spotlight is. The feature artist in the spotlight is Malcolm. Boyd, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, Malcolm Boyd. Malcolm Boyd is a published author, an actor with credits. If you have watched Blind Spot, you've seen him on an episode. He has also been in movies. One movie in particular most recently was featured on the Lifetime channel. He will be discussing that in that particular movie and the role he played during the interview tonight. Also, he is not your average artist. 
Malcolm Boyd is also a radio show host, okay? He's a literary artist and writer. He has a novel which has recently, most recently been released, okay? This is an urban fiction novel. It is entitled One Way In, No Way Out, A Man Walker Adventure. You can go on the Internet. You can visit the Amazon.com website, and you will see the book is available for purchase. Again, the title is One Way In, No Way Out. A Man Walker Adventure. The book is available in Kindle and also paperback. Now I'm going to share with you a message from Malcolm Boyd. This is a message that he would like for everyone to hear. And this message is direct. From Malcolm Boyd, ladies and gentlemen, if you are a writer, please give heed to the words you are about to hear. This is the message. Authors know how to write stories, but how about getting their story published? What is the customary font size on a page? What is an ISBN? Where to get it? Proofreading. Content editing needs. The three-legged elephant publishing umbrella is geared to the growing self-publishing market. By empowering authors with direct hands-on control throughout their books, publishing process. Three-Legged Elephant also incorporates the professional guidance and the supportive services that can make a good book into a great one. So don't delay. Choose Three-Legged Elephant Publishing, ladies and gentlemen, to service your publishing needs today. At this time, without any further ado, I am now rolling the red carpet and turning the spotlight on to the feature artist. But before I do that, I see we have guest number five in the chat room. Guest number five, this is what you need to do in order to hear, okay? This is a live broadcast. You've got to turn the volume up. You've got to turn it up. If you turn the volume up, you will be able to hear this live broadcast. Another thing, if you're in the chat room, you're entering in as a guest, make sure that your mic is unmuted if you would like to speak. If you're just entering in and just hearing, make sure that you can see there should be a visible window available where it's showing you that you have 
made the connection, and it should show you a volume icon, okay, so that you can adjust the volume so that you can hear it. So, again, please turn your audio on and make certain the volume is on. All right? So that's important. Make certain the volume is on. At this time, I am rolling the red carpet and turning the spotlight onto the feature artist and special guest for tonight, episode 186. This is Sage the Poet welcoming for the first time <laughs> on the show's platform, Malcolm Boyd. Welcome, welcome, Malcolm. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That, thank you for having me on. And that introduction you gave me, um, I hope I can live up to it. <laughs> oh, I know when, you're being uh, modest. <laughs> uh, I know when uh, when it's time to move on to the hereafter, and I'm yes. working in the weight room to see if I'm getting the pearly gates or not. I'm gonna have you as my spokesperson. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, I love that. First time yeah. anyone has ever said that to me on this platform. <laughs> I want you That's to introduce a good me. <laughs> oh, thank you. That means I did my best. Thank you so you much. You did a job there. You did that. Wonderful. Oh, yeah, thank you for having me on this evening. Yes. Well, thank you for accepting my invitation, and it is truly an honor. And I do, I do want you to be be aware of this. Um, we have a lot of listeners whom are tuning in. Some are tuned in via the chat room, and okay. one thing in particular that I'm sure they are much interested in knowing about is um, what made you. What made you interested in auditioning to be an actor? And how did that opportunity become available to you? Um, living right, basically living right. That's how the opportunity made itself available to me. Um, mm. It's kind of a long story, but the, my first novel, One Way and No Way Out, uh, once I was done uh, writing it and people started reading it, everybody kept saying how much it read like a movie. First thing that popped in their mind was, it's a movie, it's a movie, it's a movie. Yeah. So um, once I moved from San Francisco to New York, um, my sister's been in the performing arts for years. You know? mm-hmm. And um, so many people said, your book reads like a movie. I said, well, why don't I turn it into a movie? which is I'm in the middle of finishing up the screenplay for book one. Oh, okay. And Wonderful. Uh, I had this bright idea that, well, if I'm going to try to make it into a movie, maybe I should meet people that's in the industry. And I started doing background acting. One thing led to mm-hmm. another. I've had some – I went from background to do some principal roles to some commercials. Basically, I'm working my way up the ladder. Through hard work and dedication, but I really enjoy it. I really, and I, I guess I'm a natural character because people seem to like me. And um, so at, up to this point, I've been on the express route. I think I've passed up a few people that really paid their dues. <laughs> um, but I'm not. 
I'm not saying it to brag or nothing. I just, I guess I've been fortunate and lucky and right. it, helps that I'm, it helps that I'm really enjoying myself. So it's really not that much like work. Yes. Can you tell so, us a little about your experience um, being casted on an episode of Blind Spot? Well, there and what New that York, was like for you. And basically, in New York here, there is there's so much performing arts going on in this city. Um, they're filming all types of television shows here. I was surprised how many television shows are actually filmed in New York, and they're on location mm. all over the city. They have basically have a, an employment agency that get yeah will get you a job as an actor. You know, you fill out the paperwork, you you do what you have to do, you get your picture taken, and you submit to the roles. And the casting director, you know looks at your uh, resume, looks at your picture, and decides whether or not they can use you or not. Now, it's pretty simple being background because basically all you do is walk through the screen. You're just people in the background. You're everything from a, back, uh, from a, a policeman to a person walking down the street. And little by little, you work your way up. They, they, um, right now, I'm trying to get, my, uh, um, get into the union, the uh, Screen Actors Guild. You have to get what's called uh, uh, a voucher. You get three vouchers and you pay three thousand dollars and you're in the Screen Actors Guild. That way you can work your way mm-hmm. up. But not every production is a union job. I've done a, a small film called uh, a short film called A Fluorescent Sun, where I was a principal in it. I was a detective, and it's the, it was based in the future where vampires are given blood by the state to keep them from biting people. <laughs> And every now and then, every now and then, the vampire goes crazy. And I was on the police force, the task force that tracked down the bad vampires. Oh um, wow! <laughs> you know that it's, sounds interesting. <laughs> it's, it's a lot easier. Like that it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier than people imagine to get involved mm-hmm. in this. But basically, getting it to a point where you're living comfortably, or you're a star, or you're recognized—that's a lot of work. That's right, a lot of work. Right. A lot of dedication. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, well, uh, I'm well, in a, I'm in I a, have to commend you, you know, because you're able to balance uh, being a published author, and, of course, you have a book that is now released, and I know that you're doing book signing, um, so you're constantly on the go with that. And then you're doing the acting, and then... You're also a radio show host, so can you share a little with everyone of how you're able to juggle all of those experiences? Uh, no sleep. <laughs> it's 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 uh, it can be trying at times, but like I said, mm-hmm. once again, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying what I'm doing, so it's not so much like work. Um, I have to balance it. Sometimes the book has to suffer, sometimes the acting has to suffer, sometimes the radio show has to suffer, depending upon what I'm doing at that particular week or day or whatever the case may be. But right. it, it energizes me. Every Saturday mm-hmm. night, I do, I do a radio show called Word on the Street. Uh, we're on SoundCloud. We're also, I'm sorry, I'm, matter of fact, I'm on set right now. That's what the background noise is. I'm doing, oh, a, okay. a, I'm doing a film called Shadow Girl, and we're on set right now, and that's coming up. <laughs> Actors coming oh, and going in and out of holding, yeah. Um, we'll probably, yeah, I, I pretty much work every day. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm doing a commercial Thursday. 
this weekend I'm doing. I've been on Bull about several times. CBS television show Bull. Oh, okay, Bull. Okay. Blue. I've done Blue Bloods. I've done Blind Spot. I've done a bunch of bees. Uh-huh. I've done Shades of Blue. Um, Shades of Blue. Element, okay. Elementary Law. Uh, Law and Order. Law and Order. Uh, okay. It's it's a. I don't have now, a list. Now, in, in reference quite a bit. to I. I saw you had uh, some pictures, and you had shared them on social media, and it looked like you were dressed as if you were from, what, maybe the 1700s yeah, or um, 1800s. Could yeah, you talk about a, that particular uh, acting role and um, what uh, the plot of that particular um, uh, film was? Please. That was that was a lot of fun. That was a television show on Lifetime Channel called You Y O U. It's uh, oh okay. And what it was was we were at a Charles Dickens festival. Charles. So we were dressed. Dick, yeah. Dick, yeah, the writer Charles Dickens. Uh, Charles, Charles Dickens. Dickens. We were dressed in character. And yeah. I, I had no idea when uh, I accepted the role that they were going to put you know put the. Pork chop sideburns on me and a big bushy beard and put the soft <laughs> right. pepper hair on me. Yeah, but that and was that a lot of fun. Hat. I loved it. The top <laughs> hat and I had a I had an overcoat with the tail on it like yes. back in you know back in the day and wool pants. It was a we're in the middle of summer. Oh my! Well, not the middle of summer, but it was about eighty degrees. I had on a wool mm-hmm. overcoat, wool pants, a uh, top hat, <laughs> a shirt and a t-shirt with a tie on. But oh my. it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> now, um, have you ever had to learn another language for any of the acting roles that you aspired to obtain? No, but I, no, but I have an interesting story. I was okay. Cast, I was cast in a Spectrum Cable commercial. And when I get to a location to do the commercial, I'm one of the principals in it. It's me and a guy walking down the street talking about how much his cable bill is and he's losing all this money. And he turns to me and I'm supposed to make a comment about how much money I'm saving by using Spectrum as opposed to Files cable. Mm-hmm. And they hand me the script and it's in Spanish. And I don't speak a word of Spanish. But wow. when the casting director uh, saw my picture, he thought I was Dominican. Dominican. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> But we worked it out. I'm, he just, you know, they kind of, everybody laughed about it. Like, how do we get a guy in a Spanish-speaking commercial that doesn't speak Spanish? <laughs> so um, they, I basically made a bunch. Every time he, he referred to the fact that he was paying too much money for his cable, I kind of shrugged my shoulders and, like, grunted and groaned and smiled about it. We got through it, but that, that was pretty funny, I thought. I was pretty funny. <laughs> but, uh, wow, wow, wow. That's quite an experience. Well, that all goes to show that you definitely are flexible and you know how to adjust to change, and you do so in a moderate and um, fashionable way. So you should be very pleased with yourself. Well, <laughs> and so what, what I do, what I do is I look at each project I undertake as a stepping stone to my future success. Mm-hmm. And if I want to be successful, no matter what the challenge, I have to step up to it. I can't, you know, I get butterflies in the stomach. I get nervous, uh, the stage fright, all that. But I push myself mm-hmm. through it. 
And once I push myself through it, I get comfortable, and it works just fine. And I can look back on things like that and say, why was I even nervous? I had a ball, you know. So that's, yeah. that's basically it. But basically, mm-hmm. I believe our most majority of our success and failures are in our hands. If I can't right. get out there, if I can't get out there in front of people and and make a speech or act a certain kind of way, that's my failure. And if the failure falls back on me, because there's there's a hundred people behind mm-hmm. me just waiting to take that position. Right. You know. That's true. So yeah. So then, if I look up one day and I'm out of luck and out of work and out of everything else, I don't have anybody to blame but myself because the opportunities presented themselves to me. I just had to mm-hmm. step up and grab a hold of them and take control of them. All right. Step up, grab a hold onto it, and my father. Take. That's right. My father told me a long time ago, it's okay to be scared. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets scared, but be brave. Be push, brave. Push, Scared as you are, push, push right through that fear. Push right through that fear. Don't let that fear mm-hmm. conquer you. That's right. And that's that's pretty much how I approach everything. I get scared all the time, but I don't. Oh well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so what mm-hmm. you scared? That, that that you still got to eat. You still got to do what you got to do. So take your little scared butt on over there and handle this. That's right. I have another question. Now, I saw there was a picture of you, and you were dressed in physician attire. Are you currently doing uh, rehearsals for a movie or a sitcom where you play the role of a doctor? No, that was a a New York University Hospital cancer, cancer research commercial. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> yeah, wow. we just, I just shot that. I just shot that last week, as a matter of fact. And we and actually, we had a yeah. we had an actual physician that was supposed to be in the commercial, but he got called away in emergency. So they threw the smock on me and said, "Do your wow. thing." And I, I kind of ad libbed, and it went it went over excellent. I don't even know yes. where I got this, this at. You know, I guess from watching Marcus Welby when I was a kid or something. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look very much the part. <laughs> you were quite convincing. I said, okay, so you're playing a doctor now in some <laughs> capacity. That was, that was, un- it was nice to see, you know, your vers- yeah. versatility. Yes, very good to see. And encouraging, too. And I think also motivating uh, for any artist because I think we should always constantly want to grow and to expand or broaden our horizon. And to do that, you can definitely uh, achieve that in uh, acting, for sure. Yeah, definitely. You know, and like I said, it is, it's, um, it's a bit of escapism, but the skill mm-hmm. that it takes, the skill set it takes to to be believable, you know, takes a lot of work, a lot of rehearsal. I'm constantly right. rehearsing. Constantly trying to improve myself, uh, mm-hmm. picking up actors' brains, taking notes, anything I can do, you know, to make myself better. Um, what I have coming up, I just auditioned. Um, New York uh, Historical Society is going to start having live performances of historical figures, and I auditioned to play mm. Frederick Douglass. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I should uh, talk to the guy just yesterday and. Things are looking up. Hopefully, I'll get that because it's something I really, really want to do. I'll be, you know, yes. playing Frederick Douglass live performances. 
several times a week. You know, it's that. That's oh, I know you're gonna knock. You know. I know you're gonna knock the ball right out of the park. <laughs> oh, if I, if I if I get that, I'm sinking my teeth into it. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed, yes, indeed. Well, I'm excited. I'm thrilled. I mean, it's like, um, I don't know what to expect. You keep me guessing. I mean, you could you could be doing a lot of things next. So that's wonderful. It's it's, it's definitely good uh, to know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, you know, it, it's I've I've made up my mind about five years ago. I said I'm going to reinvent myself because I've been a welder mechanic my whole life. And mm. just after a certain point, that physical work gets the yeah. best of me. And I mm-hmm. said, you know what? I know I didn't. I had no idea what I was going to do, but I said I'm going to start working from the neck up. Okay. Instead of the neck down, you know. In other words, right. use my brain as opposed to use my body. Brain. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of us, a lot of us, don't get the correlation between the two. Yes. You know so. From that point forward, then then I decided I said, I'm gonna do what I I'm whatever I do. I want to make sure it's something I enjoy doing, and that's where okay. my writing comes in because I've been writing my whole life, but I never tried to get published. I enjoy my writing. I finally sat down and completed the story from beginning to end. Edited, I did the whole thing. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of us sit down and write something, they won't finish it, or we won't take it serious. I took it serious. I completed the whole thing, and by the time I was done, it came out to three books. Because my, my uh, book one, One Way and No Way Out, is uh, it's a trilogy. I'm releasing book two in about 45 days, the end of the year, basically. And book three I'll release uh, in uh, early spring. Oh, okay. Sounds so good. We have, uh, we have a question coming from guest number six in the chat room. And their okay. question is, how are you able to manage acting while publishing, while writing. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it's 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 a labor of love, basically. It comes down to a, a lot of long hours. And mm-hmm. I kind of just prioritize what's most important, what's most pressing right now. Fortunately, I, you know, I, I have a lot of help from my sister, Brenda Jones. She helps me a lot. You know, we're kind of... We're kind of in on it together in this my publishing company, Three Legged Alpha Publishing. I'm the creative one, and she's the nuts and bolts of, uh, of the operation. And you know, we work together on everything to make sure you know things come. Now, what I'm doing is because Three Legged Alpha Publishing has sprouted wings; it's taken on a life of its own. I had no idea this thing was going to work like this. It's I got two offers already, and I'm about to sign a third offer. I have one author. I have one author. I already have her book out, Sharice uh, Francis, uh, Lucy Bones Rolls, and I have two manuscripts. One to be out after the first of the year, and the other one probably be out about February or March. And I'm getting manuscripts and submissions left and right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to. This is for everybody out there. I'm going to do a, a, a Indiegogo crowdfunding, so mm. I can get I can get the necessary equipment and people you know, around me so I can take this to another level. You know what I mean? I so anybody, yeah, anybody interested in that, I'll let them know how they can, you know, get, get in part of this at, towards the end of the show. Yeah. Well, I'm sure a lot of people are interested in that. I know I definitely am. 
It sounds very interesting. Um, now, in terms of your book, we're going to switch gears, and we're going to okay. discuss One Way In, No Way Out. And okay. Yes, I'll start with, um, in reference to, and it's a man walker adventure. Yes. In reference to even the title for the book, uh, what inspired you to give it the title name? And uh, how did you uh, come about composing the plot? Was it based on life experience? Or was it something maybe that you read, another novel, uh, and and it kind of triggered uh, you to write or inspired you to write your novel. Feel free to elaborate. Um, as far as the title goes, I had mm-hmm. I originally I originally had this peculiar title that I thought was unique. I was going to call it I was going to call it Top Cag, which is jackpot spelled backwards because that's the premise of my story. Instead of oh. winning and you know you hit the jackpot and get everything, this guy tries something and. Everything happens in reverse. He's losing everything, you know, so mm. that's the jackpot. Mm-hmm. But I got some pretty good advice from uh, a particular gentleman who helped me, uh, who was my original publisher in San Francisco, California. He said, because I'm a new author and the title's extremely convoluted, kind of, you know, what people are going to look at my name and they don't recognize the name, and they're going to look at the title and they're going to like, I don't know what that is, and they'll pass it by. Because I was uh-huh. a new author, it's best to get have a title that's catchy, easy to pronounce, easy to understand, and that'll draw yeah. people towards it. Because that's the hardest thing to do is draw a person towards your book to make them want to open it up and read it. That's true. So that's, that's, so, that's so. I, uh, you, uh, uh, I had several different titles for it, and that's finally the one I settled on okay. because, because the, the title kind of – tells how the story goes, you know, he's got himself into something that he can't get out of, and I know a lot of us can relate to that, <laughs> you know, how did I get myself into this mess? Mm-hmm. Um, now, as far as the inspiration for this story, a lot of what I write comes from my life experiences. I, you know, if I write a story about France, and I've never been to Paris, France, it would take mm-hmm. two or three pages before a reader will say something's not right about this, it just right. you know you just there's certain things you have to experience, certain things you have to know at least research. So, um, majority of my story is imagination. But any time I find myself getting stuck or not knowing where to take the story next, I would just reflect back to something I had been through myself, mm-hmm. and it fit perfect. And the story took off on its own again. But the story is pure fiction, so you know. People out there reading said, "My goodness, <laughs> who did this?" Because it's it gets kind of hectic, yeah. just kind of mad. Now, how much of this story would you say sixty percent is uh, actuality or based on what's happening now in society, or would you say ninety or ninety-eight percent? How much would you would. say is, is reality? Um, well, reality in the sense that 
what's going on in the book is happening in every city and every neighborhood okay. in this country. I would say about 90% of it. Mm-hmm. But as far as step-by-step step through each page, around every corner, through every doorway, it's all fiction. It's all fiction. Right. Okay. Okay. So, in other words, it is a fiction novel, but there's a lot of real-life situations. Yeah, real-life situations. And it draws its inspiration from day-to-day events. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, book one, I like to say it like this. Book one, get the plane off the ground and get you on the mm-hmm. flight. Book two is where you get the loop-de-loops and the excitement and the spins and the dips and the highs and the lows. And book three brings you in for a landing, hopefully not a crash landing, but that's up to the person, the reader, personal reader, to decide that on his own. Mm-hmm. But it's a page turner. Um, I've been called everything from a mixture between Walter Mosley and Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Which I okay. Was, that was that was interesting. I, I like that uh, uh, um, comparison. Yes, yeah, um, I mean that's a compliment for sure. This was definitely, def- definitely was, definitely was. Because mm-hmm. I, so, I happen to like Quentin Tarantino is a bit over the top, but I I, I particularly like uh, Walter Mosley's style. Okay. So to be compared to him, you know, hey, and Quentin Tarantino, a, he's a best-selling uh, screenwriter, so I'm not going to complain about it. Hopefully in the long run, you know, I'll do as well as him with my screenplay. Now, in, in regards to writing your novel, uh, has this experience, um, in what way has this experience impacted your life? In, in in terms of changing you or your perspectives in general about being an artist, being a writer, and and even publishing uh, and being a self-published uh, publisher. Wow, that's that question. I, that answer that question could go on for days. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, uh, once again, I guess like everybody, you learn from your mistakes. And the business end of it is just like anything else. If you're not, if you're not up on business, you're going to, you're going to regret it. And I had, you know, mm-hmm. I had to learn the hard way. I made a few mistakes and associated with people that didn't have my best interests at heart, as the best way okay. I can put it, you know. Um, I'm not going to say any names or point any fingers, but... Um, in the long run, in the long run, three-legged elephant publishing wouldn't exist had someone, you know, done what they promised they were going to do. I would still be in California. I'd be sitting back writing, you know, writing novels and letting the business, letting everybody else handle the business in. But right. people that said they can handle the business in, uh, they didn't step up. It's the best description I'd give it without, you know, getting personal. I'd rather just move on. You know, success is the best revenge, and that's that's my motto. So before I get into the name calling and finger pointing, I'm just gonna move on. Right. I'm gonna keep going onward and upward. You know, mm-hmm. you had you had me, you had me right where you wanted me, and you did me wrong. So you know, I brushed myself off and kept on moving. Right, and it, it, it just uh, brings the light that 
don't think that the best revenge is your success. Exactly. Succeeding. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. I'm not gonna sit I'm not gonna sit there and argue with you and and get you know my mom used to say, I'm not mad at you, I'm just done dealing with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just done dealing you know. I don't care if you catch a flat on the side of the road, I wouldn't stop for you. You know, I'm not going to uh, name call and finger point and fight and cuss and fuss. I'm just going to keep moving because I'm enjoying my life. I'm experiencing new things. I'm growing. You know, uh, at my age, I'm having as much as fun as a teenager because I accepted the fact that it was time to do something different, something new, and experience it fully. Right. Don't worry. Don't don't worry about what I did in the past or or, or what it, what they say. Think outside the box. I jumped completely outside the box. I said I'm gonna try right. something different, something new, and I you know I sunk my teeth into it, and here I am. And I'm having a lot of fun. I'm meeting a lot of wonderful people, a lot of positive energy. You know. Um, you, for instance, you know, uh, 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 uh-huh. you are you one of the people I can, you know, contribute my success to because I see other people like myself being successful. And that drives yeah. me, that motivates me. If they're more successful, I know I can reach that. And if they're not quite as successful as me, I know I can reach back and say, hey, try this and come on, catch up here with me. That's what it's all That's about. Right. Yes, it's all about team building. And I think that artists need to be each other's support. I think that when artists support each other, they can better improve whatever their craft is, whether they be a writer, poet, spoken word artist, you name it. I mean, there are people who do things because they are just that talented, but no matter who you are or what you do, it's Mm -hmm. hard to get people to admit it, but you're nothing by yourself. That's right. You're nothing by yourself. There's always somebody or something in your life that lends a helping hand. That's you're well with your hand because of them, and vice versa. Well said. Well said. Well, we have some callers on the line. I want to welcome. First, we have a caller from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Welcome, caller from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh, hi. Okay, this is my mother, (laughs) Uh, Gwendolyn. Yes, Mrs. Mrs. Gwendolyn Elizabeth Green. Um, How you doing, Mrs. Green? Hello, Mr. Malcolm. I've enjoyed Um, and I know to hear more about you and uh, not only versatile, but you are multitask, and multitask people can do anything. Well, but, uh, that's okay. You're gifted, and um, no doubt <laughs> you're a child, and uh, now you're having the opportunity to do it, have opened for you, so enjoy the uh, trip, and do, enjoy the adventure. I really am. I really am. I really am enjoying it. I'm I'm inviting everybody to get on board with me. What the heck? Let's let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> That's right. When you get an uh, opportunity to get people 
who may have liked talents and, and waiting for that door to open, that's a time you may have the opportunity to hook them up, you know. And oh, definitely, be. definitely. Hello? Yes, yes. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, we're going to move on. We have a caller from the U.S. Virgin Islands. Uh, oh, okay. Welcome. Hey, hey, Francine. Good night, good night. How are you? Yeah. How is everyone? Uh, good, good. And Hello. we're so happy you were able to call in tonight. Yeah, thanks. Thanks so much. It's the first couple of days that I'm able to use the phone since the big storms that hit here. Right, you know, so. right. Yes, we're definitely um, always thinking on you and, and saying prayers for you and everyone on the island. Um, well, and we're glad that the the uh, communication has been restored on the island as well. Yeah, thanks so much. We really appreciate that, man. We're still on a road to recovery. But, right. Yeah, fight on. Resilient. Keep yeah, keep your head up. Keep pushing. Keep pushing, man. Yeah, thanks so much, man. Thanks for those words you were, you were saying earlier. You know, those are very mm-hmm. motivating too, man, you know? Oh, yeah, you know, because, I, like I said, I've been down before, and, you know, I've been down so low, I'm like, wow, <laughs> is this it? But, hey, <laughs> the life's, life's a circle, man. No matter how far down you go, you'll go just that far far up, you know? Just gotta prepare yourself for ride right. I tried to I try to uh get off the roller coaster and find a nice subtle wave so my lows aren't so low, but my highs aren't quite as high, but it's manageable. Mm-hmm. But you know, you can I can get on top of the peak, but if I fall off that peak I have a long way to fall. Long way to That's right. I don't I don't mm-hmm. I don't need the peak. I don't need to be on top of the peak. I just need a nice little hill so I can overlook mm-hmm. a few things. So when I come down off that hill, I come down gradual, and I rebound, and I come back up. Just a nice, steady way. That's all I'm trying to do. a nice little way. That's all I'm trying to do with my life. I feel you on that, man. Mm-hmm. You know? No expectations. No height, height of expectation. You know, you just do your go through. Don't expect yeah. too much and don't expect too little. You know? There's nothing wrong with reaching high. You know, but when you just, I just have to have, I just have to have this highest, highest fruit on the tree. When I don't reach it, when I, when I don't reach that, my disappointment is twice as bad. That's true. Where, That's where true. the fruit, the fruit that I need to sustain myself and be happy is right in front of me. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm, if I'm supposed to be at the top of the tree, it'll happen regardless of what I do. So stop killing myself yeah. trying to get up there. And just take, just, just, just let, let it come to you. Let it come to you and stop chasing it so hard. You know how it's in life when you try to, when you, when you try to have something and, and, you can never, and you can never seem to grasp it, and the minute you back away from it and take a breather, it's when it comes, it rolls right up to you. That's true. That's so, true. Yes, indeed. I mean, I mean I'm just Thanks, speaking Thanks, Malcolm. I... Yeah. I have to say, I'm sure for a lot of artists, your words are good medicine because a lot of times artists become starving and struggling because they're not reaching the goal that they set for themselves. 
And so it, it it's it's key. The information that you just shared, that was soul food. And if everyone yeah. yes, if everyone takes it to heart and hopefully they will, uh, they'll be better off and they'll they'll fare well on their journey to good success because it is a journey. It's yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a journey. It's def- I have yet to meet a person who's that overnight success. I truly do believe that's a myth. <laughs> I truly mm. do believe that overnight success does not exist. <laughs> you, I like that. You, yes, it's you a might myth. <laughs> get dis- you might get you might get discovered overnight, but believe right. me, the person that discovered overnight put in a whole lot of work, work. before that <laughs> night came along. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well said. Well said. Well, we have a um, okay in the chat room. We have okay. another. Uh, I guess this will be a remark. Uh, and okay. they said, has Mr. Boyd thought about writing a book on life lessons? He seems to have a strong handle on his life. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guest six. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, I hadn't really thought about that. I was going to write, I was thinking about writing a book on my life. But right now, the final chapter or the big finish, I guess you would say, hasn't has mm-hmm. transpired yet. So I'm going to wait because right now my story is just like anybody else's story. Okay. And if you, pick up, if you pick up my life story, there's a few things in it that's interesting right now. But if you really think about it, an everyday person say, well, heck, I've been through the same thing he's been through, more or less, you know, maybe mm-hmm. different times, different dates, and different situations. But I, I, I'm still waiting for that big finish. And I think uh, right. I think I'm on the the cusp of it now. Okay. But, but okay. Yeah, I'll I'll keep that in mind about life lessons. I'll I'll think about that. <laughs> That's a pretty good idea. Yes, I'm glad you will think about that because as I was listening to you and you were giving advice and uh, good counsel tonight during this interview session. That occurred to me, like, wow, um, if he would just do, like, a uh, maybe something similar to just having an open forum and whatever the topic of choice would be, just having, like, people to chime in and ask questions, and it could be, like, a Q&A format where questions are asked and you grant them full answers and so forth. I, I know you would do really well doing something like that. You're very ready for something like that. <laughs> okay, I, pre- I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I've been through enough in life, so, yeah, I can tell you what not to do. That's definite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and you've already told us a lot of things to do. I'm sure for a lot of artists, uh, some things maybe people may have thought about it but never really put much thought into doing those things. Now, after hearing you give instructions, I'm sure a lot of us will be doing those things that we just never dared ourselves to do promptly. So thank yeah. you for motivation. Okay. Uh, if I can help, I'll definitely help. You know, that's where I catch my blessings at. Yes, indeed. Well, at this time, we're going to switch gears and discuss 
Three-Legged Elephant Publishing, which okay. is your publishing company, something that you founded and you are the CEO of. Can you share with everyone uh, why the title was chosen and also um, how they can become published under that umbrella? Thank you. Okay. Um, the title is kind of it's it's kind of a two part story. Um, my sister and I had a running joke about every time once I moved up here to New York, I stayed at my sister's place, and my sister uh, she does a lot of traveling. She she's part of a women's organization called for for real women, and uh, they go down to St. Lucia and South America and all over the place helping you know women out. But uh, every time my sister would leave town, I had a running joke saying that me and the three-legged elephant are having parties at the house while you're out of town. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's how the whole thing came about. But I adopted the name for my company because um, my logo is a picture of an elephant. He has all four legs, but he has an eye patch. And in his trunk, he's holding a book like he's reading the book. So if you ever meet a elephant that's called three-legged elephant that has four legs and an eye patch reading a book, do you think you'll ever forget him? No. That's that, okay. And what's the elephant famous for? Never forgetting his memory. Mm-hmm. So that's how. That's, that's right. That's how Never that, forgetting. Yeah, that's how that whole you know uh, name came about. Trying to get. Try to give people wow, something to think about. Like try, to give, Story. try to give people something mm-hmm. to think about, and mm-hmm. also the the name was sticking in their head. That's which is, it does. which is which is I believe that's marketing one on one. Give them a name they'll never forget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yes. Okay. Um, now, if well done. Well done. Thank you. If anybody's out there interested uh, in contacting me about publishing. Um, they can email me at malcoboyd, that's M-A-L-C-O-B-O-Y-D, at gmail.com. That's M-A-L-C-O-B-O-Y-D at gmail.com. Okay. And also, if anybody's interested in getting in on this crowdfunding, this Indiegogo crowdfunding, they can also send me their email address via that email I just gave them, and I'll send them all the information. But uh, uh, that's how that name came about. Now, Three-Legged Elephant Publishing basically is um, my idea to help self-published and unpublished authors circumvent the madness out there that's called the publishing industry. It is It is. Crazy. The amount of money a person can spend, and they mm-hmm. still wind up selling two or three books. Everybody takes a chunk out of them and leave them with boxes of books in the closet or no books at all, haven't sold any books. They give away half of their books, and they might have a pretty good book, but they can't get a person to read it or can't find anywhere to distribute it. Now, a lot of people are doing the online thing with Amazon, myself included. Yeah. The problem with Amazon is there's so many authors now. 
the old term needle in a haystack, it really is. It really is. There's so many authors that, that um, if you're not known and nobody knows of your book, how can they find you? Mm. So that's, that's, that's what we try to work on, try to get, like I said, the author I have, Cerise Francis, uh, she's doing, between now and March, she's going to do eight uh, book signings. We did a real big one over at the uh, Jamaica Queens Performing Arts Center. It, it got a review in the paper that I couldn't have got a better review if I had paid money for it. Um, and we're trying to get we try to get people's name out there because that's basically what it's all about. When people buy books, you can have the the cutest name or the most witty name of a book you can think of, but if the author's name is unknown, they're not going to buy it. People buy authors; they don't buy books. They don't buy titles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When a person walks in the store. And they see Daniel Steele, Stephen King, Walter Mosley. They grab that book because of that author's name. They don't grab that book because of that title. So the key is to get your name out there as an author. Very rarely, it's like winning the lottery. Can a, a first time, a new author, uh, make money or make a major success off their first book? But what the first book does is establish you as an author. It's little by little, people become familiar with you. And they'll, oh, that last book by so-and-so, yeah, that was pretty good. Let me see what this new one's about. And you build up a little momentum. And before long, you know, it takes a while, but before long, you establish authors. You're making, you're making money. I mean, the lady who wrote Fifty Shades of Grey, that's just like going to a store and buying a lottery ticket and winning a million bucks. It happens. It happens, but, you know, don't hold your breath. Okay. And, people, and a lot of people who first-time authors and want to be an author, they tend to think that that's how it goes. I'm going to write a book and make a million dollars. You might want to pick up that. You might want to try that lotto ticket. You probably have better success, Mm. you know. Mm. But, I mean, it's it's a labor of love. It's definitely a labor of love. You stay consistent. You write a lot. You publish a lot. You get established. You do other things, you know. You you, uh, try to become, you know, a journalist, a journalist. Do a guest column for a little paper or something. Um, do as much as you can. There's so much now on, uh, with social media. Just write constantly, write constantly, 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 whether it's fiction, whatever it is, just write constantly. And you get better. And you get a feel for who your audience is and what they want. Mm-hmm. You know, we have these great stories in our head, and we write them down, and people look at them, and they're like, what is this? It's not that the story isn't good. It's just people just didn't respond to it. They, that's not what they want. Right. It's not what they wanted. Yeah, you have to write. If you want to be successful, you're going to have to write what people want. That's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can write for yourself, but there's only one of you. <laughs> and if you're writing it, you're not going to buy your own book. Right. You're not going to buy your own book. That's true. Now, how many uh, writers have you signed on under the Three-Legged Elephant Publishing Umbrella? I have two, and the third one, I have this manuscript, and we're waiting, you know, we're hashing out some particulars on it, so uh, I'll have three by the first of the year. Or at least after the first of the year. Um, There's a couple more that I'm interested in, but because Mm -hmm. basically I could have more right now, but because of the size of my company, I'm not trying to take on more than I can handle. Number one, because right. I want to 
I want to do quality work. I want people to be satisfied yeah. and be happy. I don't want to grab a hold of them just because they're there and then make a mess of things, you know. And then mm-hmm. it's, regret, it's regret on both sides. I regret doing it. They regret dealing with me. I don't want to do that, you know. And another thing, too, is I'm going to take my time and I'm going to try to put out quality work as far as I'm not just, just because you have a manuscript doesn't mean you're going to qualify. That's right. I want good. I want good offers. I want good work. So I'm consciously making myself, you know, pass on certain, you know, opportunities, and take my time and get each offer out properly and move on to the next one. That's where the okay. Indiegogo crowdfunding comes in because I'm all, me and my sister are already at the point where we have an intern and we're looking for to hire a couple employees and it looks like we're going. to try to find an office somewhere here in New York. Because it's just, like I said, the company's taking on a life of its own. Mm. That's wonderful. I commend you and your team, you know. And how how important would you say it is that a person should start at home as far as seeking someone to work with on their team when they want to go into publishing like, how important do you think it is that you keep family first as far as your consideration? Go. Well, I mean, it, um, it's, it's not only keep family first. It's just keep things in perspective. Keep mm-hmm. things in perspective. A lot, you know, I, I want to be famous. I want to be rich. I want to be this. I want to be that. And I lose focus on the day-to-day things in life. Mm-hmm. And when you turn your back on people, People turn their back on you. Mm. So then, when you yeah, when you turn around and you need somebody, or you have your book completed, or whatever whatever you're doing, and you're like, hey, everybody, look at me, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. The people, well, they're not ready for you. <laughs> you know, you okay. you got on your you got on your high and mighty, or you got whatever you got yourself into, and now you want people to accept you with open arms, where you are the one who closed your arms on them. So keep things in perspective, stay consistent, find mm-hmm. what works for you. Find out what works for you. You know, um, write certain, however you particularly care to write. Myself, I like to isolate when I write because I fall into okay. my stories. I don't, mm-hmm. you, can put, you can put me in a closet right. and my imagination takes over. The more bells and whistles, mm-hmm. whistles I have around me, the more distractions I have. And my okay. writing falls flat. I can't have a television. I can't have music. I can't have pictures on the wall. I need absolutely nothing. And that brings, makes me bring everything out of my head. Now, I have a, a statement in the chat room. Someone uh, stated, and this is guest number six, uh, thinking about writing a fiction book, but the story keeps changing as I write. How do you keep to the storyline? This is your question directed to you, Malcolm. What I do is I let the story come out. I write, mm-hmm. I write till I can't write anymore. I write till I get tired. I write till I, I like to call it like this. When I first start writing something, it's like Dr. Frankenstein. I have a bunch of body parts on the table. And I start mm-hmm. writing, I start putting my story together. After, okay. a while, after a while, the story will take on a life of its own. Okay. You know what I mean? It starts breathing. Things start to yeah. connect. You can see you can see a story developing. 
Once once mm-hmm. I start connecting the dots, I'll go back and I'll read what I've got. Mm. And and then a little lighter come on, okay, I want to take it this way, I want to take it that way. You know, once the story takes a life of its own, but at the very beginning, it's just a bunch of body parts on the table. And there's okay. no telling what it's about or where it's going. So I'll, I'll say I'll write about, I'll write about 30, 40 pages mm-hmm. into my story. And by then, it's, oh, okay. you know, it's got a life of its own, you know. I can right. I, I can hand it off. I can hand that story off to somebody else. That's a good writer, and they can take it another direction. But mm-hmm. I have a foundation. I have a basis. And and then uh, when I go back and read, so do you do like, an outline and then start with the manuscript, or do you do the actual manuscript and then the outline comes second? Um, it depends. I I do it either way. I do. I'm okay. kind of. I, I guess I'm kind of blessed where um, I can have a story in my head mm-hmm. and the only thing, only thing I don't have is the finish because I don't, I don't want the end. But I know where everything's going just from writing it. But what I do is challenge myself. I'll intentionally change up something that I've already thought of. I, wanted to, I want this guy to go over here and meet this person and get the girl. I'll intentionally and right in the middle of it, he goes over here to meet this person, and the girl's with that person. Just something mm-hmm. unexpected that challenges me as a writer, and it makes me, it makes me change the story up so the story's not so mundane. Because, you know, guy meets girl, guy likes girl, guy gets girl. End of story. Everybody's done that. But what if guy meets girl, girl doesn't want him? Matter of fact, girl's not even a girl. Girl's a guy. Now that's kind of that's just an example, but uh, kind of a crazy example. But that's a challenge to you as the author to make this story work. I have a foundation; the story's breathing life, but now I put this crazy twist in it. Where am I going to go from there? A good imagination can take that and really have fun with it. And don't be scared to take things out, put new things in, change things up, try a different way. But get your foundation. Get get yourself about 30, 40 pages into the story where the story is breathing on its own, and that's when you really start playing with it. That's what works okay. best for me. Good. Thank you for that uh, answer. I'm sure that was helpful for most of us. It doesn't matter whether you're a beginner, intermediate, or expert writer. You always yeah. need to confirm or reaffirm uh, the things that you know and to make certain that you are heading in the right direction because each book uh, manuscript is different and unique in and of itself. Now, in reference to to keeping to the storyline, are there any special uh, things that you do to keep to the storyline? Just... I use a lot of just, um, like I said, once again, experiences and try to keep things, try, uh, try to remember. Number one, try to remember that even though I'm writing this story out of my head, I'm writing this for other people. Oh, okay. Keep that in mind. You can get a little bit, I've met a few authors that get so far out there on their own little fantasy. That mm-hmm. For the average person to pick up their book and read it, they like have no idea what's going on. And the author's like, "You don't get it? Is this? Is that?" And other things says, "No, I don't get it. <laughs> I just it's too convoluted. It's too mixed up. It's 
is too far-fetched. You have to keep that in mind that you're, if you want this thing to sell, if you want, even if you don't want to sell, but you just want to write something for other people to read, write it in a way that other people can read it. Mm-hmm. That's very important. That's very, always keep that in mind, and that'll keep the, I guess the, that'll tame, that'll keep the animal tame because it can get pretty wild. I, I myself, okay. you know, I, I I've been known to do that from time to time. I just write something just outrageous, and I'll go back and read it. And I'm like. Psh- Nobody's going to understand this. <laughs> Nobody's going to understand this. And once again, when stories are too convoluted, when they're too peculiar, you know what happens. A person's going to go so many pages into your book and say, man, I don't know what this is about, and they're going to put right. it down. Right, they're going to put that's, it down. That's the, that's the end of that. That's the end of that. Once a person that's puts your book down because they don't get it, it's, it's almost impossible for them to pick it back up. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's a fact. Well, you have definitely did us a great service on this platform tonight. You have answered all our questions. You have provided us with much insight, especially for anyone who is being a published author is a new experience for them. You have definitely given them a well-rounded orientation experience where they should be now better acclimated at what their expectations should be, um, what things they need not to do, and what things they should be willing to experience as well. Because sometimes when we're not sure about a thing and it's really, really new to us, we can have a mental block. We can have inhibition or fear. And that can, at times, get in the way of us pursuing the thing that we need to pursue with no hose barred. Sometimes you need to be daring. We need to thrust in full throttle and say, what the heck? I'll count my losses. I'm going for the gold, and I'm not looking back. So what can you say to those who want to become a self-published author and they have been rejected by other publishers and they're afraid? They think that, well, if I submit my manuscript, the three-legged elephant, and if Malcolm doesn't like or accept my book, then he's just going to reject my manuscript like all the rest. What can you say to them to make them think differently? Okay, off the top, you know, nobody writes the perfect book, meaning that nobody's going to write a book that everybody that opens it up is going to like it. Mm -hmm. So if somebody doesn't like it, that's okay. If you believe in what you have put down, stick behind it, keep pushing. Somewhere along the way, somebody, something's going to happen for you in a positive sense. But keep your okay. eyes and your ears and everything open to what other to feedback people give you. Mm-hmm. I might not like your story, but it might be a good story. I might like might not might might not like your story because of. It's poorly structured. It's too convoluted. It's 
been there, done that, whatever the case may be. Listen to what people say and go take that uh, uh, feedback and go back and look at your story. Okay. And you'll see you'll see something that you didn't see before. You might be able to adjust it. You might not uh-huh. take the criticism like, nah, they don't know what you're talking about. But the majority of the time when people can give you a good reason why they don't like it, it's probably something solid that you can fix, adjust, or, you know, you you can make it happen another way. Yeah. I just if I just say I don't like your book, ask people. You don't like my stuff. Why? You don't like the topic. Okay. You don't like the way it's written. Uh, uh, it's misspelled words. It's the, the 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 sentences are structured poorly. It's, there's any number of reasons why they don't like it. Find out mm-hmm. why, and then take that take that feedback. Give your book another look. And you're like, oh, okay, now I see what they're talking about. Especially yeah. for new authors and experienced authors, nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. It's a learning experience. The more, just like anything, the more you write, the better you get. Okay. You might have, you might have an outstanding story the first time out the box, but it's poorly structured. It needs to be adjusted. It needs to be tweaked a little bit, and you'll have something. Mm-hmm. But so, myself included, you, you write something, you're so proud of that first one. It's like a newborn baby. Oh, isn't mm-hmm. my baby cute? Isn't my baby? All babies are cute, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> they're nice. They're nice and they're lovable, and you want to cuddle them, but all babies aren't cute. <laughs> so, some, so if you put your, you put that book in front of somebody and they say, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, uh, uh, uh-uh, don't take it personal. Don't take, don't it, personal. take it personal. Don't take it personal. Find out why they don't Very like good. it. Right. Find out why. Find out Find why out. they don't And take that book and that knowledge you, you that feed that you got. Go back to the drawing board and say, hmm, maybe there's something to what they were saying. Mm-hmm. But keep writing. Keep writing. If you're a writer, writer's right. Writer's right. Keep writing. Writer's right. Yes. Writer's right. I write constantly. I'm always writing. I'm poems and you name mm-hmm. it. You name it. Writer's right. Now, in reference to genre, uh, is is there a specific preferred genre that you are looking to publish? Not necessarily. I will publish anything if it's good. Okay. But I also I'm going to try to stick with what I'm knowledgeable in. <laughs> okay. You know? Uh, uh, you know, I'm not the classically trained writer where you can come, you know, with uh, um, some Greek philosophy and mm-hmm. sit that down in front of me. You know, that might be outside of my area of expertise. Okay. But but with that being said, if I truly bo- truly do believe that it has potential, I will reach out to the people who know what they're talking about and we can get something done. Yeah. But I'm basically American literature. Um, I like action adventures. You name it, westerns, children's book. I also have a children's book out myself called My First Train. Um, poetry, um, you know, self-help books. Uh, uh, this young lady I have now, uh, we have a book coming out. Um, she doesn't want me to tell anybody's name yet, so I can't. But it's a it's a, a a book for women who are in the corporate business world, how to navigate the corporate business world because it's a male dominated industry. Yeah. And it's 
really, really good. She has experience in it. She has a background in it, and it's really good. So that will be out after the first of the year. Yes. Everybody be, everybody be hearing about that real soon. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that book will definitely sell well. Oh, definitely, because you know what? I When she approached me with it and I kind of reviewed it, I'm like, wow, I can learn something from this thing here. It's really good. Yes, indeed. And, you know, I was, I'm working on the science fiction myself, but mm-hmm. time, hasn't, time hasn't allotted me, you know, the opportunity to really dive into it like I want to. Oh, okay. So, so you know, with the acting thing and the screenplay, you know, uh, that's like once again getting back to what I said earlier about taking on employees and try to get this three-legged elephant publishing stabilized where I can step okay. back a little bit and let it run itself. And, and another thing, too, I'm doing the three-legged elephant publishing is try to leave a legacy for my son. I feel that's really right. important. You know, one day I hand it off to him and say, "Here you go, son." <laughs> you, you, you can't, you, you know, you can't say I came, I seen, I went. I actually came and I gave. Here you go. <laughs> right, beautiful. You know, beautiful. Legacy is important. Legacy is important. You know. Um, yes, indeed. You know. Yeah, uh, well, well, what we're gonna have to do? I would love to extend our time. This has been quite an enrichment forum for everyone, okay. for the callers and those in the chat room. But we must uh, prepare to switch gears for yeah. our free publishing tips hour. So what I'm going to okay. need to do is I'm going to ask, we have the caller from the U.S. Virgin Islands. Uh, his okay. name is Sky C. Rio. I'm going to ask him if he has any final remarks or even questions before you uh, prepare to leave for the uh, evening. And, of course, uh, then we'll have you to give your contact for those that would like to correspond with you beyond tonight's show. Sky Yeah, yeah, I was just going to commend you on... on, um your your approach to, to this this thing, you know, I, I like it, man, and keep, keep up keep up the good work. Okay, know? I appreciate Spit it. Up, man. Yeah, man, a little a little um different different vibe, you know, kind of like a real a real artist, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't really have too much of a too much of a protocol, but just kind of go with the flow thing. So I, I just I commend you, brother. Mm. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it very much. It's, with me, it's not about it's not about the the, the profit the profit margin. It, I, if you do the right thing, it'll take care of itself. You know, true, true, truly. truly. Yes, indeed. I have uh, the co-host of the Exceptional Scribble Show, Warrioress Queen Zipporah Thelman, on the call. I'm gonna have her to if she has any questions for Malcolm Boyd uh, to direct those questions to him. And or if she just has comments and or final remarks to have her to give them now. And then after that, we will hear from Malcolm and then we'll wrap up the exclusive interview hour. Welcome, Warriors, Queens of Porath Thelman. Thank you, Duchess Brandon. How's everyone tonight? 
Just fine. Just fine. How about yourself? Yeah, and I'm fine, so. There. And I was, yeah. Hi, Skysky. Hey, Zipporah. How are you? How are I'm you, I'm fine. How are you? Good to hear you. Yeah. Same Come here. Yeah, I, I was listening to, you know, the interview, and, uh, and mm-hmm. everything that, you know, Mr. Uh, Malcolm Boyd is saying, you know, it's, um, it's very encouraging, and a lot of mm-hmm. it is common knowledge, but even though it's the same thing, you know, said differently, it's true. Mm-hmm. I yeah, like the way you put that. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Malcolm? Yeah, yeah. It's what The simplest, you know, what they say is the quickest way between two points is a straight line. And a lot of times, a lot of times we get so many experts and so many voices yeah. telling us how how to tie our shoes that what mm-hmm. we what we what we've been knowing since we were young or kids is the easiest way. Sit down and tie your shoes. I don't I don't need all the bells and whistles. I don't need this. If I want to publish a book, sit down and write a book. Finish a book. Right. Then you reach out to people who can help you. You you know this. Mm-hmm. Everybody, the first time around the block is not going to be the perfect one. But if you're That's serious true. about what you do and you believe in what you got, everything will fall into place. But we get a little discouraged and we want to contact Oprah Winfrey and we want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on this expert. And this guy, mm-hmm. $20,000, I can get you exposed you know, on, on stage with this person, that person, da 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 And all you've done is spend a bunch of money and that's it and that's all. Mm. For somebody, for somebody pitting along, taking little steps, step, 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 step. Right. It might take them a little bit longer, but they'll achieve a lot more success with a lot less headache. Okay. Okay. Now that's, of, and, that's true. And, yeah, and think of things realistically. Like I said, it's like winning the lotto. Somebody writes a book and makes a million dollars coming out the gate. You might as well go down to the local racetrack. And put bet, you know, on a horse or something. That's pure luck. That's pure luck of the draw. Mm-hmm. Basically, what is going to happen is you're going to write a book, and you're not going to get that great of a response, but you're going to sell some books, and you're going to do some book signings, and your name's going to get out there, and you're going to do some things, and little by little, you're going to grow. And you stay consistent and keep writing, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know? That's right. Mm-hmm. I, want to be, I want to be Stephen King, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. We love Stephen, Stephen King on this show. Yeah, Stephen King was a Stephen. <laughs> Stephen King was a Stephen King until he finally became him. If you know what I mean. Right. That's it. He had to. He had to go through what he went the journey. through. Journey. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had to go through the journey. Yeah, That's this right. This warrior's queen's before, and I'm gonna. Um, and my viewpoint is that you know there is more than one way to break into publishing, but Authors have to, you know, do what's going to work for them. Mm. Exactly. That's another key. Write what you like. Mm. Write what you like because if you like what you write, it reflects in your writing. Yes, that's very that's important. True. I agree. I very agree. What you have to watch out for are the envies that try to get you to change their story is because they didn't write it themselves, so they want they feel, you know, in other words, secure their insecurity is by taking somebody else's work and claiming exactly. it as their own. <laughs> yes, that's that's really a big problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. 
Well, this okay. has truly been a literary artist enrichment forum, and we have been well endowed. And okay. anyone that wasn't sure about the journey, I know that now they are. I believe we've all been well informed and truly enlightened. So um, I want to say to the special guest on the platform tonight and the feature artist in the spotlight, Mr. Malcolm Boyd, thank you so much for accepting my invitation to come on for tonight's show's panel and platform and to share with us your experiences as an artist, as an actor, as a writer, a published author, as well as a publisher. Um, You wear many hats and you juggle those uh, responsibilities very well. And you have given us all a lot of good advice, so food, that we can apply to our own lives, and it will help us on our journeys to master our crafts. And we want to say thank you so very much, and I do look forward to inviting you back as a return special guest and feature artist on this platform, The Exceptional Scribble Show. And I, Sage the Poet, want you to know that you have given us more than what we bargained for tonight. I, you know, I always look forward to an exceptional forum whenever I do the show from week to week. But I never know what to expect. But tonight, you gave more than I think any of us expected. And you also gave us some homework. (laughs) Yes, you gave us some homework. So for us as artists, we're definitely going to have a lot to share when you do return back on this panel. And we look forward to filling you in on where we have grown to on the next time we have you on the panel because you have given us a lot of good medicine to help us to further promote growth, self-growth within ourselves. And that's a good thing. So thank you. And at this time, you can share all of your contacts so that those who are tuning in can correspond with you beyond tonight's show. That will be much appreciated. And thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. And I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it, you know, and sharing with people. And it only mm-hmm. uh, only makes me better. It only makes me better. Yes, yes. Yeah, without a doubt. But what I'm going to do here is give everybody who's interested in getting, contact, get, getting in contact with me my information. And you can reach me. What I would like everybody to do is send me the email address or contact me, tell me hello, goodbye, love you, hate you, don't quit your day job, whatever's on your mind. <laughs> <laughs> whatever's on your mind, I'm accepting of it. And that's at M-A-L-C-O-B-O-Y-D at gmail.com. That's Boyd at gmail.com. Um, I'm trying to, oh boy, I left it behind me. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not the easiest way. And you can also reach me at msboy59 at threelegedelephant.com. And that's the number three, leg elephant, L-E-G-G-E-D, elephant.com. msboy59 at the number three, legedelephant.com. Okay. And is there a business phone for anyone that would like to call and okay. speak with you directly? Yes, it's area code 415-405-6619. Feel free to call and uh, keep your abreast on what's going on. If you have a manuscript, we can sit down and discuss it and, mm-hmm. you know, mold it into shape and see what we got our hands on. And like I said, my, my I'm one of the only ones that let a person keep their own publishing rights. I don't want your publishing rights. I don't want lawyers and courts and lawsuits and bad feelings. If if you wake up and if we do a good thing today and you wake up tomorrow and want to spread your wings and go about your business, be my guest. You know, nobody's hurt. And pretty much what I'm doing is publishing by prescription. Mm-hmm. I help you with what you need, but because most self-published authors are just that self-published, I want all authors to learn as much as they can about the business side of it, mm-hmm. what's necessary to shape a book up. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you need editing, if you need formatting, uh, book cover, whatever the case may be, graphic artists, we can do that. But if you have skills in certain areas, I want you to concentrate on that yourself and come with as much as you can to the table when you do submit your manuscript. Mm-hmm. And we can sit down together and work this out. So when it's all said and done in the long run, you walk away from 3 like Elephant Publishing knowing as much about the publishing business as I do when it's, when it's all over with. And that's, that's the size of that. So on that note, I really enjoyed this. Um, also look out for book two of the Man Walker Adventure, Man in the Middle, which will be released shortly. Uh, like I said, I'm debating whether to let it go before Christmas or after Christmas, but it looks like it will be after Christmas. You know, my sister's holding my hand to the fire on that one, so I'm ready to let it out right now, but, you know. Marketing strategies. Mm-hmm. How to do what's smart. So I want to let all three books out right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Take my time. Oh, and look for my children's book also on Amazon. You can pick up both books. Oh, that's one other thing I want to say. Go to Amazon.com, punch in One Way In, No Way Out by Malcolm Boyd. When the book cover pops up, press the book cover, it'll open up, and you can read the first chapter for free. My my children's book, my children's book, my first train is also available on uh, Amazon. Okay. And like I said, Man in the Middle be will be released momentarily. Mm. Cherise Francis, Cherise Francis, Lucy Bone Scrolls, a book of poetry, beautiful, beautiful poetry. She, I mean, I read some of her poetry and she left me scratching my head. Mm -hmm. And you wake, you wake up in the middle of the night. She's one of those type of poets. Whereas you hear, you read her stuff, and like six hours later, it dawns on you. Oh, gee, whiz. <laughs> She's mm-hmm. a beautiful poet, and 
Lovely stuff. Really, really deep poetry. Um, but that's what I got going. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Please send me your emails. Send me your hellos, goodbyes, whatnot. So I can keep you abreast on what's going on. And everybody come get on board with Three-Legged Elephant Publishing. We're going to ride this all the way up to here. Yes, indeed. Thank you. And I did okay. share the information in the chat room. So if anyone's okay. in the chat room, you can look there and you will see Three-Legged Elephant Publishing uh, information is available. There's a video link for you to visit where you will find the information is provided on it. Also, the book, again, which is entitled One Way In, No Way Out, A Man Walker Adventure. The link to the Amazon page where the book is featured, where you can go there. And as Mr. Boyd just shared, you can read the first chapter for free. That link is available. You can see it in the chat room. Uh, please don't neglect three-legged elephant publishing it is available for you okay it is available for you to service your publishing needs don't neglect contact Malcolm Boyd contact them now don't delay tomorrow might be too late for you okay you know you have the time now work within that time um, thanks again, Malcolm, and I will definitely be contacting you again sometime this weekend so that we can schedule you for a return date to return on this panel for a return guest show. Yep. We definitely are excited. Looking forward. Okay, please do. I'll be looking forward to hearing from you. Yes, and also keep in mind the Exceptional Scribble Show does have a fan page on Facebook. You would simply navigate to it under the title name, The Exceptional Scribble Show, and you can post any uh, event updates, any calendar event updates there so that we can always see how you are doing, what we can do to support you and any events that you have that are forthcoming, and we can learn more about what's next concerning you, okay? Okay. Yes, keep us in the loop. We love you, and we wish you all the best. Continue to do what you love. All right, thank you very much. You're very welcome. Have a good night. Okay. You too. Bye for now. Good night, brother. Yeah, you too. All right, well, well, ladies and gentlemen, Now, we are transitioning to the Free Publishing Tips Hour, the co-host of the Exceptional School Show, Warrioress Queen, Zipporah Thelman, is now in the spotlight, and she will be the lead facilitator. I, Sage the Poet, will be in the background, and I am now handing the mic to the co-host of the Exceptional School Show, Warrioress Queen, Zipporah Thelman. Welcome. All right. Thank you, Duchess France. And good evening, everyone. I am Warriors Queen Zephora Thelman, co-hostess for the Exceptional Scribble Show, episode 186 for Tuesday, October 24th, 2017. And I am now starting the free publishing tips hour. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Hi, 
Hi, hello again, Skyski. Yeah, hi, hi, Zipporah. Hi again. Good to hear your voice again, then. All right, same here. How are you holding up in the U.S. Virgin Islands since the disaster? <laughs> well, one day at a time is it, mm-hmm. hard to describe, you know. But it, mm-hmm. it's, been, it's it's um yeah maybe by Christmas we should have power back and things should be a little oh, bit back wonderful. to normal. Oh, oh that's great. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, man. Thanks, thanks for asking. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Now, now tonight I have. One piece of writing advice and discoveries, which is the following. Writing reveals known and unknown in people. Mm-hmm. Any questions or comments? Uh, no, 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 no. None here. No. All right. I'm moving on. I have one article which is titled Writing from Wikipedia. Writing is a medium of human communication that represents language and emotion with signs and symbols. In most languages, writing is a complement to speech or spoken language. Writing is not a language, but a tool used to make languages to be, languages be read. Within a language system, writing relies on many of the same structures as speech, such as vocabulary, grammar, and semantics, with the added dependency of a system of signs or symbols. The result of writing is called text, and the recipient of text is called a reader. Motivations for writing include publication, storytelling, correspondence, and diary. Writing has been instrumental in keeping history, maintaining culture, dissemination of knowledge through the media, and the formation of legal systems. As human societies emerged, the development of writing was driven by pragmatic exigencies such as exchanging information, maintaining financial accounts, codifying laws, and recording history. Around the fourth millennium BCE, the complexity of trade and administration in Mesopotamia outgrew human memory, and writing became a more dependable method of recording and presenting transactions in a permanent form. In both ancient Egypt and Mesoamerica, writing may have evolved through calendric and a political necessity for recording historical and environmental events. Means for recording information. H.G. Wells argued that writing has the ability to, quote, put agreements, laws, commandments on record. It made the growth of states larger than the old city-states possible. It made a continuous historical conscientiousness possible. The command of the priest or king in his seal could go far beyond his sight and voice and could survive his death, end quote. Writing system. The major writing system methods of inscription broadly fall into five categories, logographic, syllabic, alphabetic, feature role, and ideographic, which are symbols for ideas. 
a six-category pictographic is insufficient to represent language in its own, but often forms the core of logographies. Logographies. A logogram is a written character which represents a word or morpheme. A vast number of logograms are needed to write Chinese characters, cuneiform, and Mayan, where glyph may stand for a morpheme, a syllable, or both. Logo consonantal in the case of hieroglyphs. Many logograms have an ideographic component, Chinese quote radicals, end quote, hieroglyphic quote determiners, end quote. For example, in Mayan, the glyph for quote fen, end quote, pronounced quote ka, ka, end quote, was also used to represent the syllable quote ka, end quote, whenever the pronunciation of a logogram needed to be indicated or when there was no logogram. In Chinese, about 90% of characters or compounds of a semantic, which means meaning, meaning element called a radical with an existing character to indicate the pronunciation called a phonetic. However, such phonetic elements complement the logographic elements rather than vice versa. The main logographic system in use today is Chinese characters, used with some modification for the various languages or dialects of China, Japan, and sometimes in Korean, despite the fact that in South and North Korea, the phonetic Hangul system is mainly used. Syllabaries. A syllabary is a set of written symbols that represent or approximate syllables. A glyph in a syllabary typically represents a consonant followed by a vowel or just a vowel alone, though in some scripts more complex syllables, such as consonant, vowel, consonant, or consonant, consonant, vowel, may have dedicated glyphs. Phonetically, related syllables are not so indicated in the script. For instance, the syllable ka may look nothing like the syllable ki, nor will syllables with the same vowels be similar. Syllabaries are best suited to languages with a relatively simple syllable structure, such as Japanese. Other languages that use syllabic writing include the linear B script for Mycenaean Greek, Cherokee, Ndijuka, an English-based Creole language of Suriname, and the Ve script of Liberia. Most logographic systems have a strong symbolic component, syllabic, excuse me, syllabic component. Ethiopic, though technically an abigida, has fused consonants and vowels together to the point where it is learned as if it were a syllabary. Alphabet. An alphabet is a set of symbols, each of which represents or historically represented a phoneme of the language. In a perfectly phonological alphabet, the phonemes and letters, hold on while I clear my throat, excuse me. <clears throat> All right. Phonological alphabet, the phonemes and letters would correspond perfectly in two directions. A writer could predict the spelling of a word given its pronunciation, and a speaker could predict the pronunciation of a word given its spelling. As languages often evolve independently of their writing systems and writing systems have been borrowed for languages they were not designed for, the degree to which letters of an alphabet correspond 
the phonemase of a language varies greatly from one language to another and even within a single language. Abjad. In most of the writing systems of the Middle East, it is usually only the consonants of a word that are written, although vowels may be indicated by the addition of various diacritical marks. <laughs> writing systems based primarily on marking the consonant phonemase alone date back to the hieroglyphics of ancient Egypt. Such systems are called abjabs, derived from the Arabic word for alphabet. Abugidas. In most of the alphabets of India and Southeast Asia, vowels are indicated through diacritics or modification of the shape of the consonant. These are called abugidas. Some abugidas, excuse me, such as Ethiopic and Cree, are learned by children as syllabaries and so are often called, quote, syllabics, end quote. However, unlike true syllabaries, there is not an independent glyph for each syllable. Sometimes the term, quote, alphabet, end quote, is restricted to systems with separate letters for consonants and vowels, such as the Latin alphabet, although abugidas and abjad may also be accepted as alphabets. Because of this use, Greek is often considered to be the first alphabet. Featural scripts. A featural script notates the building blocks of the phonemes that make up a language. For instance, all sounds pronounced with the lips, quote, labial, end quote, sounds, may have some element in common. In the Latin alphabet, this is accidentally the case with the letters, quote, B, end quote, end quote, P, end quote. However, labio, quote, M, end quote, is completely dissimilar, and a similar-looking, quote, Q, end quote, and, quote, D, end quote, are not labial. In Korean Hangul, however, all four labial consonants are based on the same basic element, but in practice, Korean is learned by children as an ordinary alphabet, and the featural elements tend to pass unnoticed. Another featural script is sign writing, the most popular writing system for many sign languages where the shapes and movements of the hands and face are represented iconically. Featural scripts are also common in fictional or invented system, systems such as J.R.R. Tolkien's Ting War. Historical significance of writing system. Historians draw a sharp distinction between prehistory and history, with history defined by the advent of writing. The cave paintings and petroglyphs of prehistoric peoples can be considered precursors of writing, but they are not considered true writing because they did not represent language directly. Writing systems develop and change based on the needs of the people who use them. Sometimes the shape, orientation, and meaning of individual signs changes over time. By tracing the development of a script, it is possible to learn about the needs of the people who use the script as well as how the script changed over time. Now, I'm going to stop here and take questions and comments. Okay, Skysky, do you have any questions or comments for Warrior Rich Queens of Pura? Well, um, I was just thinking on the 
the sign language and that it, it's actually not just the, the the hand forms but also the the other facial facial expressions mm-hmm. that you said that's interesting mm-hmm. it's interesting man mhm that would be body yes. language mhm yes and i would understand yeah all right go ahead sky Okay. Yeah. No, I was just curious about it, you know, and because mm-hmm. you know I, I could see how maybe you accentuate it a little bit more with an expression, maybe some of your um your your words. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's interesting, like that, that um tribe in Africa that they kind of mm-hmm. click when they right with the tongue. Mhm. Yeah. And it's the sound, right? They're not saying words yeah. per se as we would when we're communicating, but just the sound and the clicking sound. It it it's a language, and they yeah. understand, and that's their way of communicating. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I, I want I want to add too is like when animals make sounds and communicating with each other within their species. Right, right. Good, good analogy. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even with you know facial expressions, that's communication. They do. That's true. Mm-hmm. If you have a cat, you notice it too. Like certain ways, uh, they blink their eyes, and they can mm-hmm. they're communicating with you. Their tail, certain movement of their tail. Mm-hmm. You know when they're angry, when they're calm and serene. When they're happy, uh, even their ears, it's a certain way their ears um, will point mm-hmm. or go in certain directions to let you know what emotion mm-hmm. they're expressing mm-hmm. at, at a given time. And even the sound in their voice, there's that guttural, you know, that oh, purr, yeah. and, and you know that, you know, they're pleased. And then there's that, uh, you know, that other sound where you know, oh no, they're not happy about something. <laughs> right. They're about to strike yeah. or attack. Yeah. You know. They feel yeah, threatened. Cat, so yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And one yeah, this warrior's queens of horror, and one cat knew when she, uh, this light when she was going going to the vet, and her ears would turn pink. Oh. Okay. Whoa. How about that? Yeah. Changes. Right, there's physiological changes. That's right. When based on temperament and mood. Mm -hmm. That's true. Mm -hmm. And when the mammals, the whale sounds are extremely interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Sing. Mm -hmm. Sing. Mm-hmm. In the water. That's right. So nature, it's like nature itself. Uh it expresses um it expresses many things and 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 it uses uh sounds and also like we were discussing uh face facial mm-hmm. uh gestures and and uh body language in various ways. 
to communicate messages. Writing, huh? Writing, <laughs> advent of writing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, and imagery is very great. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. It, it it conveys images, convey messages, mm-hmm. and um, like you brought up about the hieroglyphics. Yeah. In terms of yeah, and and you know those symbols represented sounds, mm-hmm. which was interpreted into language. So yes, images convey. Meaning, yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so it's just like in comics, where when a character is uh, with curse words, they were had the bubble in there with the little with the symbol symbolizing. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, in the comics, yes. And we knew when you mm-hmm. saw when you saw that. Well, now it's the act symbol, but that <laughs> act symbol with no A in the center mm-hmm. and the um, score. With the number symbol and, and, and those other two symbols, you knew that was profanity. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Images are powerful. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. <laughs> it reminded me was that don't tell mom the babysitter's day. Where the babysitter went into Kenny's room and she she saw what he had on his walls, posters and all, and I think he had a skull on the, a a small skull on the desk that was moving its mouth or teeth, and she I think that's what killed her. Mhm. Heart attack. Mhm. Oh yes, yes. Many many people can <laughs> attach to that that. They know they know someone <laughs> that based on something that was shown to them, an image, or, um, you know, it was something that frightened them sorely so much that they physically became ill or, like you said, their heart gave out on them. They fainted. You know, it, it's real. Images are powerful. Yes, they are. Yeah. Oh, and even when you describe an image, that's also effective. <laughs> yes, it is. Mm-hmm. So true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, any more questions or comments? None based on the information given. And the information right. you gave was very, very good. Thanks for sharing it. You're welcome. There's more to read, but uh, the re- the listeners can uh, read it from writing Wikipedia. Hmm. Right. Well, it's a great definition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from Wikipedia uh, encyclopedia online. Uh, and it was a good laugh that we told too. So we added that medicine. <laughs> <laughs> I was only picturing when the brethren was saying the um, three-legged elephant. I was yeah. only picturing a real. 
Yes, how about that three-legged elephant with the eye Mm -hmm. patch over its eye? Like he said, you know, it's a marketing ploy because elephants never forget. And also, you'll never forget that Mm -hmm. name. Hello? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought you had cut off there. No, and also, you'll never forget that name. Yeah, the three-legged elephant publishing. You know, that reminds mm-hmm. me of one of my psychology classes where a teacher had asked a student, which she remembered, uh, like, where the word hippocampus came from. That's the memory of the brain. That's the memory right. of your brain. So he had asked the student, you know, which she remembers seeing a hippopotamus on campus. Now, that's <laughs> very hard to miss. <laughs> right. To help her remember. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like um, acronyms, you know, are so yeah. helpful mm-hmm. when you're trying to remember things. Mm-hmm. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. That's <laughs> the algebraic right. equation formula. Right? Mm-hmm. And I remember mm-hmm. every good boy does fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fan boys. <laughs> remember coordinated conjunctions. Mm-hmm. 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 And you know, words have power. Oh, yes. Although, mm-hmm. just sitting there, just sitting there without, you know, even anyone reading them, they have power. So many things to understand in this. And in case anyone doesn't remember, if you took um, music class, um, every good boy does fine refers to the lines on the treble class. E G B D F. That's like on the scale, the musical scale? Mm hmm, exactly. And that's a way of me of music. memorizing mm-hmm. the lines in the treble class. Mm-hmm. Every good yeah, boy like, does fine. E D B D F. Mhm. It's just like we're typing A S D F space. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, and those yep. are really important. Uh, especially mm-hmm. for students, and, and, and especially if you're a med student or you're a law student, you need to memorize a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. And especially when it comes to theories, that's a good way of helping your brain to retain that information. Mm-hmm. Think of an acronym. Mm-hmm. And create an acronym to help you remember. Mm-hmm. Well, Warrior is Queen, you can carry on, whatever you'd like to read next. Sure. All right, now I'm going to transition into another category, which okay. is mm, anti-Trump, Art Warriors Resistance. Mm-hmm. All right. 
First is A, music, and I have the following two songs, which are Michael Jackson, Man in the Mirror, Message, yes. Look at One's Mentality. Mm-hmm. Now, um, the irony of Michael Jackson's song, Man in the Mirror. Mm-hmm. Think of a mirror. Think of being in a mirror. A mirror, it, it it has kind of what one would call a dual instead of a, a, a solo a way of showing one a picture. It's like it's a duality. You see, you look, you're, you're looking into the mirror, but there's also that reflection looking back at mm-hmm. you. Now, if you're in something, it's almost like you're trapped. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, you are what you what you see. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. you looking at you, even though sometimes you don't want to face that man in the mirror. We don't want to see what's there. That's not going to make it not true. That's not going to make it go away. So we're left with the option of accepting what is truth because we can't deny it and make it not what it really is. It's still the truth whether we like it. Whether we like what we see or not, it's still our reflection. So it's always that we're left with that decision. Are we going to accept what is truth about us or are we going to continue to deny what we're seeing? And the best thing we can suggest is if you face that man in the mirror, if you see what it is that's looking back at you, then you're more likely to change what's not right or good about that reflection. But if you just refuse to look or to deny you're seeing what you're seeing, then the situation lingers on and there is no resolution. The problem persists. And that's what we have to remember. So it's better to accept what it is that we see and make a note of it and make the necessary changes to what we're seeing. And that's all about self-assessment and improving one's status. You know, it's the same as when we look in the mirror, if we don't like what we see as women, what is the first thing we go to? We get that makeup kit, and we start enhancing 
what we see. You say, oh, I don't like, I don't like that my eyes aren't showing up, so I'm going to add this so that my eyes are more uh, defined or it makes them bolder. I'm going to add this color eyeshadow. I'm going to put this eyeliner on to better show up the contour of my eyes. You know, that's what we as women do. We start right away with beauty aids. We we get our cosmetic bag, and we say, well, I don't like what I see, so I'm going to make it better. (laughs) And we resort to makeup. But some things makeup can't fix, you know. It's like we got to remember that. There's that inner, that inner us. Makeup can't make that better. Mm-hmm. The only way that will be enhanced is we've got to do something, and it has to be a soul change to change from within. Sometimes it's just a matter of us changing our way of thinking because we have stinking thinking. And then other times it's just a matter of us, we don't esteem ourselves as we ought to. We esteem ourselves very lowly. So we have to change the way we perceive us. Our perception must change. And a positive affirmation saying something like, I am strong. I am wise. I am a legend in the making. Something like that, a positive affirmation, that can raise your self-esteem. And when your self-esteem is good, you will find you will begin to do things better. So how you perceive yourself matters. It matters. And, yeah, and that's just what came to me from the, uh, song uh, mm-hmm. in reference, Michael Jackson, uh, Man in the Mirror. Powerful song. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. And it's all about change, you know. It it, mm-hmm. it compels you to change the words, mm-hmm. the message. And a lot of times we we tend to to get comfortable or complacent. You know, when you get used to being a certain way, it's you're more less likely to change when you grow accustomed to being in a certain mode, to acting a certain way, to thinking a certain way. Old habits die hard. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes, as the saying goes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So thanks for Queen. So for a time, I'm going to pass the mic to you again. 
and you can continue on with your reading. All right. Thank you, Duchess Brandt. The second song is Janet Jackson, Runaway, Message, Blacks or Global. And you said the message again is? Blacks are global. Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm not familiar with that one. All right, Runaway is the one where Janet is hopping from, you know, different countries. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's similar to Michael's Black or White, where he's, you know, doing the same thing. Um, mm-hmm. So Runaway, it speaks on a person traveling, pretty much, from one place to another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or one country to another country. Yeah, yeah one country to another country, yeah. In a way, like, this is my viewpoint. I saw it, like, with Janet is showing that, you know, blacks are not just in America, but, you know, in, you know all over planet Earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you come up with that? No, I was uh yeah I came up with the idea because I was uh I guess when I was you know and how you know the way she w- what she was doing it just you know somehow just stood out to me it's like all right so Janet is you know she's going to these different countries you know and I realized that all right so she's showing the representation of black not just in America but you know all over the globe <clears throat> when she's hopping Ooh. from you know one country to another yeah. Interesting way that, you know, pieced it together. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, well, Warrior is going to report that when we are enjoying all of what you're reading and sharing on this platform this evening, and we definitely want to hear more. All righty, I'll give you more then. <laughs> all right. Next category B is film and the puppet master. And the message is evil kills to conquer. Mm-hmm. Evil kills wow. to conquer. Wow, evil kills to conquer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that's a thought to ponder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So evil is. In other words, the intent of evil is to dominate and to terminate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so killing is, you know, this weapon that is used, is this weapon that is using to do so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So evil, in other words, evil does not want to coexist mm-hmm. with anything but itself. Right, or anything, not with self, but it wants to, you know, give it yeah, anything that is not like it, you know, the resistance, the mm-hmm. opposition forces, yes. Yeah. 
right? It doesn't want because, a rival to exist. Mm-hmm. It doesn't want a competitor. Mm-hmm. Evident. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it's like it wants to be all. Mm-hmm. Um. It wants only itself mm-hmm. to to right. to be. You know, to be the the force, the source yeah. per se. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in doing so, by it being killed, and it feels, you know, it feels, you know, powerful that it is invincible, undefeatable. <laughs> because mm-hmm. by it, you know, you know, killing, you know, showing, you know, it's, you know, with the weapon, the kill, the weapon, uh, killing is its weapon to show that it is invincible, you know, against the opposition. Mm-hmm. It's it it puts me in mind of like a parasite. It needs a host. Yeah. <laughs> so evil will only allow you to exist as long as it can gain from you mm-hmm. what it needs to exist. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, a parasite. Yeah, that substance. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Mm. All right. Now I'm moving on. I have a suggested yeah. reading. Mm-hmm. All right. And this title is nonfiction. And it's titled Generation RX How Prescription Drugs Are Altering American Lives, Minds, and Bodies by Greg Christer, spelled C-R-I-T-S-E-R, author of Fatland. And here's the summary. Greg Christer's brilliantly incisive Generation RX shows how shockingly little we know about the prescription drugs we take and the hazards they may pose to our health. Americans are prescribed more drugs today than ever before, and the pharmaceutical industry has gained tremendous financial power and political clout. Drawing on exclusive access to the strategists, scientists, and current and former heads of GlaxoSmithKline, Eli Lilly, Merck, and other drug giants, Kritzer chronicles the transformation of Big Pharma from one-time lumbering medical conglomerate to medical-savvy consumer enterprise. He also reveals the direct and the indirect consequences for our health, among them increased incidence of damage to major organs, unprecedented medication used by the very young and very old, and the emergence of polypharmacy in which various drugs taken together can unleash unanticipated and often deadly effects. Generation RX urges all of us to think about the price we pay as a society and with our own bodies for our chronic use of prescription drugs. Mm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Scary. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> That's why I think people should draw the line, you know, when it comes down to Real authentic health, my son, because that's just a a, a, a temporary fix. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. There's one thing yeah, that I had, leads to another. 
Yeah, I asked, you know, how do people become high from prescription drugs from painkillers? And I was told that the painkillers numb, you know, the pain, but at the same time gives you a high feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know our bodies have, um, it's called endorphins. Yeah. And I know when we laugh, uh, endorphins increase in number. And that's healing. Uh, It helps Mm -hmm. with the healing of the body. And I think that uh, certain uh, chemicals can trigger endorphins. You get that feeling of euphoria. And uh, when that happens, your body's responding to that. And if it's healing for the body, then your body is going to gravitate toward wanting to experience that feeling again. Mm-hmm. So you start having those, what they call addiction mm-hmm. uh, cravings mm-hmm. and things. So it's yeah. not even so much you it's want mm-hmm. right, to just take the medication, but it's the body now. Mm-hmm. That's what the body is longing for, that experience, mm-hmm. that feeling um, of, of healing and recovery. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it's being interpreted um, in in a negative way because there's, you know, an an abuse of Mm -hmm. medication that's taking place Mm -hmm. that precipitates addiction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when you're not using medication properly, then it is abuse. And that's when the body's going going to have side effects that aren't good. <clears throat> so I just think, I'm sorry, repeat that. No, it's a big thing in the black market. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, getting you know, kids are addicted to these these things. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, pain and pain pain. Uh, medicine in general seems to be one of the the number one prescriptions that men and women easily become addicted to, along with, uh, what is it, the uh, sleeping pills or the the medication to help you to sleep. People have been known to overdose. Yes, to overdose taking that. So, yeah, you have to know what you're doing. Know Talk with a doctor and a physician before taking any medication and ask a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Find out what the side effects are mm-hmm. so that you are aware going in when when you're going to be using a prescription of what uh, things are adverse reactions. So you'll know if it's not benefiting you, then it's harming you, and you can alert your doctor. And then if they have to change the dosage amount, then they'll do what they have to do to accommodate what your needs are. But you have to continually consult with your physician if you notice any changes within your yourself, even sleep pattern changes, um, thoughts. You start getting thoughts of suicide or things like that. That could all 
attribute to a prescription medication that you're taking. Sometimes mm-hmm. that's an actual side effect. Mm-hmm. But that scares me right there. That's that's scary to me. Mm-hmm. It's not good. I like herbs, natural herbs and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the natural way, which they call homeopathic, mm-hmm. the natural mm-hmm. way yeah. to healing is always the best mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think more people need to make that choice. <laughs> With all the side effects. Uh, you know, right. Yeah. Exactly. You avoid those harmful side effects or adverse mm-hmm. reactions mm-hmm. when you do it the natural way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know. Everybody wants an escape, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, it's because our world and society has become so it's it's like a chaos. We're yeah. living in a climate of chaos. So people do want to escape that. Mm-hmm. And I can't fault a brother or a sister for wanting to escape that. However, mm-hmm. let your escape of choice be one that's pro-life. One that promotes right. good health. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Some people, they work out. They go to the gym. And yeah. that's their way of de-stressing. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Some people, they meditate. Some people, they pray. Some people, it's a music experience. Um, dancing, singing, playing an instrument. Mm-hmm. All that mm-hmm. I'm saying is just make sure it's Proactive, mm-hmm. pro life, your choice of escapism that is. Like uh, Malcolm Boyd shared, acting is mm-hmm. for him escapism when he needs yeah. to get away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he also said writing. Mm-hmm. When he writes, Definitely. he goes into like seclusion. He doesn't want to be around people, per se, because when it's just him and his writing, (laughs) his thoughts are more vivid. His mind and creative imagination is more active. But when there's a lot of noise and people around, he said, then it's too busy and quite distracting for him as a writer. Yeah, because it pulls his attention all over to the different mm-hmm. directions rather than keeping his mind on one thing the stop. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. with his, you know, the solitude and writing, is an, uh, it enhances him. But that it's distraction, funny. you know, is done, distraction is done for a purpose. And I thought about that. I said, writer's cramp. How about mm-hmm. this? If a person is having writer's cramp, maybe it's time for you to, Get away. Mm-hmm. Where it's just you and your writing. Nothing mm-hmm. else there to distract you. No phone, no cell phone, mm-hmm. no cable, mm-hmm. no mom, dad, brother, sister, boyfriend, girlfriend. Just you 
and your pen. <laughs> and nature, you know, sometimes you got to go away, change your environment, per se, to finish writing, you know. Because I believe sometimes our minds will close and or shut down when we become too bombarded mm-hmm. with things and with life in general. And we, we have to make, we have to take initiative and make that change that's necessary. Mm-hmm. For some people, they go to the mountains. Mm-hmm. They feel, you know, that's a high place. Um, also, it's a way getting away from all of the busy life and the busyness of city life, the hustle and bustle. Mm-hmm. So whatever works for you. Some people, they like to go on a cruise, mm-hmm. and they find that they can write better when on a cruise. For some people, another country. For some people, another state. <laughs> it works for you. Some people just going outside early in the morning when the sun's rising and being in in a park, in an open field, for others um, being near a river. Whatever works for you. Do whatever it takes to get your writing completed. Do you generally like record yourself and then write what you 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 recorded, or do you just write like um at at free will? Mm-hmm. How does it usually Is that work? For the por- warriors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's not curious. <clears throat> I mean, I'm I write, curious. you know, yeah. I, like, most of my thoughts come to me out of nowhere. I mean, we'll see if I'm walking, you know, they'll come to me, and then or if I'm just sitting still, you know, they'll pop up. So mm-hmm. generally there's no, you know, like, specific time or place they just, you know, appear, you know, whenever they need to. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you use... The same acronym vibe to to remember them, or it, it it's something that you retain, like you said, until you need it. Does it always is it always in the same detail, or is well, just it's that? like this. Ideas will come, you know, like at the same time, like one behind the other. And sometimes mm. I fear that I won't be able to, you know, remember them. And I'll forget if I don't write them, but then I find that they always come back. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All the time? Yeah, most of the time, yes. Mm. Like if I think it was a really good idea, but I can't, you know, get it worded diff- worded together like I want to, but yeah. then it'll put it, it will automatically put itself in place. Like it'll say, you know, this is how I'm supposed to be written. Mm. Oh, kind of like mm-hmm. Malcolm was saying in the beginning of the show, mm-hmm. the brethren, Michael Boyd. Yeah. He was kind of saying something similar, right? Oh, wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was before Warrior's Queen was on the call. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Well, that's rather interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, interesting and scary. What do you make of it, <laughs> this connection? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Another thing, too, I wanted to share about writing is 
<clears throat> some, I believe it was someone in the chat room, they said, and this was uh, the way they worded it, where it was Queens of Port Town, and they directed it to uh, Malcolm Boyd. They mm-hmm. said um, <clears throat> they were thinking about writing a fiction book, but the story keeps changing as they write it. How do you keep mm. to the storyline? And one thing he was sharing was he said in the beginning of writing a novel, he said that's something that happens. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. said mm. it can it can go for 41 pages, your first 41 pages, and mm. then in your manuscript, that is. And then finally, mm. everything just kind of settles and comes together. And he used the illustration of, he said, it's like having on the table various body parts mm-hmm. and then watching them all come together. <laughs> he said that's how <laughs> it is for him when he's composing and writing a manuscript. I said, wow, that's fascinating. So I said, well, do you ever have an outline first before you start writing? Because for me as a writer, if I do an outline first, that kind of keeps me within guidelines so I don't go too far to the left or too far to the right. I kind of stay right in the center. So he said, oh, no. He said sometimes it's just he's just writing, and it's like having that table full of different body parts, and they all just somehow come together. <laughs> they all settle eventually and come together. I said, that's interesting. I think... Thank to me, that sounds like a free, freestyle form of writing. Mm-hmm. Would you call it that, Warriors, Queens, of Port Thelman? Yeah, let's call it a yeah, free, uh, or is it um, brainstorming slash free writing? And I also want to add that self-transformation. You know, the book changing mm-hmm. as you write it, yes, because it's putting itself together in place. You know, writers and, are an instrument. Yes, and he also mm-hmm. said, Because your story, he said, a real story, in other words, when you're writing, he said, a story takes on a life of its own. And I thought that was fascinating when he said that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that's that's, that's powerful. That's profound right there. Yeah, fascinating and scary. (laughs) Yeah, it takes on a life of its own. Mm -hmm. So it's like there's a change that occurs. No longer are Mm -hmm. you initiating to write the story, the story begins to write itself. Exactly. And I can, so it's uh, like you become the audience. You become mm-hmm. – <laughs> you're the audience. I, have an I had an experience, too. It was like when I was writing the story, like the story just told me to turn it, you know, in other words, go in a different direction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, bam, that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like and I you know writing, what? I, but I was no longer on. in control of that pen. <laughs> I was doing the writing, but I wasn't in control of the pain. (laughs) Now, that's amazing because that was exactly Mm -hmm. what he was trying, the message Malcolm Boyd was trying to get across, that your Mm -hmm. story actually lives. It breathes. It's alive. Mm -hmm. Allow Mm -hmm. the story a chance to speak. You know, a lot of times we want to be so much in control of our pen, but sometimes we got to let, the pen do its mm-hmm. own thing, like what they call mm-hmm. automatic writing. <laughs> now, I don't want to go in so, too far into that because that touches on some paranormal. <laughs> 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 but honestly, 
It's like, you know, your pen, actually, it writes on its own. Even though it's in our hand, and that's a little eerie to think mm-hmm. of, but it's it's a it's a fact because when you put that pen down, that pen is still writing in your head. Yeah, that story is still that story is still evolving in your head, even though you put that pen down. And then after a while, you pick that pen back up because that story told you what's next. Chapter five is to go like this. So that's true. The story has a life of its own. So as a writer, it's almost like you're chan you're you're channeling. Yeah. Now we're touching on paranormal again. <laughs> I'm not trying to. <laughs> well, you know what? But In my viewpoint, this is more like you know, uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. You know, when exactly. how Dr. Yeah, not the Victor Frankenstein. How he was scared of his own creation that made him listen to his own story. Exactly. And I think Malcolm Boy said that. He said it's like all these body parts on the table and you're Dr. Frankenstein. And they somehow come together. They It settles. The story settles. It somehow all those body parts somehow come together and take on a form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like the game Nightmare Creatures. Where Adam Crowley banned from that secret, had a secret society that was banned, and so for his revenge, he decides to make a, uh, you know, a race of, that was better than humans, and wind it up with uh, the title. Mm, how about that? Well, I tell you, we're covering a lot tonight. It's been awesome. This this show tonight was definitely for literary artists, for any and every writer. From the beginning to the now wrapping up, almost at the end of tonight's show, we really went in deep covering a lot of strong points and a lot of good good things that writers must know and should consider, especially when you are contemplating composing a novel. And I think one of the first things you must do is be brave. I think uh, Malcolm Boyd said that. Be brave. <laughs> he yeah, said because fear, yeah, it was interesting because he said fear is inevitable. You will have butterflies in your stomach. You will feel that nervous stomach from time to time. You will, you know, even stage fright, he touched on that because he not only is a published author and a novelist, he's an actor. And he's been on a series of TV shows. He's done movies on Lifetime and other uh, networks. And he's continuing to do acting. And he said one of the things that he said he, he wanted to do five years ago, and this was a challenge to himself, was he said he had lived his life, um, I think maybe 30 years of his life, he was like uh, a welder. So he was used to working hard and using his hands to create and to make things. And he said, now, instead of working from the neck down, I'm going to work from the neck up, meaning I'm going to use my creative mind for the remainder of my life and enjoy life experiences and live doing things that I love. And he said that was the spark that got him into acting, 
and writing. He has a, a trilogy, uh, The One Way In, No Way Out, mm-hmm. uh, Man, I'm sorry, yeah, Man Walker Adventures. Uh, that's mm-hmm. what sparked the uh, composition of that trilogy and so many other projects that are forthcoming. And now he is helping self-published writers to publish their own under the umbrella of his publishing company, the Three-Legged Elephant Publishing. So that shows you, and I told him, I said, you know, you are motivator. You are a motivator. You are a motivation to many, especially to us artists, because we don't have to be in a box as an artist. You can be versatile. You can act. You can write. You can, he has a radio show too, and you can publish as well. So don't put yourself in a box. Allow yourself to broaden your horizon in terms of experiences and be all that you can be as an artist. (laughs) It's possible. Actually, it's possible only when the artist recognizes their own sovereignty and starts their own business instead of actually working for someone else. And that's what Malcolm Boyd did. That's why he was, it was good to have him on the panel tonight because he was sharing his life, his life story. And we can learn a lot from each other if we're willing to It's 735. When was Malcolm on? Remember, we're Eastern Standard Time. Well, seven thirty-five means ten thirty-five your time. But when yeah. he, when was he on though? I mean, like we always start. We always start the exclusive interview hour at eight p.m. Eastern Standard yeah, yeah, yeah. Time. So you were talking about Queen Zipporah's writing tips now, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was, that's why I was trying. I'm not trying to take a course too too far. No, what I would encourage you to do because you did miss mm-hmm. a lot. It was a really good oh, hour. Um, the archive link will become available. Please listen to it when you have time tomorrow. A lot of good information was relayed. Can you give me one quick briefing? I gave you some already. Now it's. Warrior is Queen Zipporah Thelman. Oh, okay. And she's wrapping up her hour. And then we only we only have till 11 p.m. It's now 10.36, so I don't want to take up uh, time that she's using to wrap up her hour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Warrior is Queen Zipporah Thelman. All right, thank you, Duchess France. Well, that's all for tonight, you know, for my hour of the free publishing tips in the other category. Okay, so and now... And my suggested reading. <laughs> it was 40... Yo, Donaldson flow time, ready to drop rhymes off the top of the mind, ready for the um, timing, it whistle scheme in the in it, and the laser beam and the type of mentality was it currency, green paper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Y'all don't so know. Man, come on, man, let's get with this. This is that empowerment and inspiration hour, ladies and gentlemen. We had Donaldson full time on the mic. This is also an open mm-hmm. mic. So
So if you have mm-hmm. a poem that you like to spit or if you have a short story that you like to spit, now at the time, call in 724-444-7444. Let me let me do the introduction. This is Donaldson Flow Time. And you know what? I invite every artist, every poet, every MC out there right now to get on the microphone on this call, if you're listening, Skyski, mm. you know, Master Scribe, anybody out there, let's get on a mic and light it up real quick. Queen's <laughs> Four did an awesome job, but Donaldson Flow Time, you know what, I'll be honest, it is the open mic, but I don't got my beat machine, it broke. It straight broke, you guys. I have to send it back to the to the manufacturer, and they're going to they're gonna have to send it back to me in a box. So... Hopefully they send me a voucher for a new one. I just go pick up a new one from Guitar Center. But right about now, I'm not doing any beatboxing. Everybody's just gonna have to get off on their own self. But I will support you. And if if you if you got some skills, man, just get on the line right now. It's your time. And, uh, and I heard a voice out there. It sounds like we got another poet on the line. Who is that? We have Skysky Rio. Yeah. There he is. Yeah, yeah, Skysky. Well, I wish I was a rapper. Glorious Queen, the fourth album, and I'm signing off. All right. Thank you, Warriors Queen, the fourth album. Thanks for all of what you shared tonight. It was all good. Till next week, peace yeah. and blessings. The same to you, Sage yeah. Brand, and everyone. Yeah, yeah. Good night. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Skyski. All right. Yeah, man. Yo. Okay. Good night. I make noise in the neighborhood, Skyski. Everybody, they look out their windows and they go, what is that noise? Let me hear you make some noise on this call real quick so everybody can go, what is that? Man, I wish I could rap and do all of that stuff, Donaldson, man, but I'm so untalented in that direction. I I wish I was a rapper, man. <laughs> I used to beatbox a little bit <laughs> back in the day, but I don't know. Oh, you used to? Rap. Yeah, when I was younger, you know, I did a little beatboxing. No, that means if you would like to, you maybe could still do a little bit, huh? No. <laughs> uh, I don't think so, Francine. It's probably just nothing compared to how good these guys are nowadays. <laughs> well, I would like to hear a little something. This is an open mic. Go ahead. Why not? <laughs> yo, yo, I, I got an idea real quick. Let me let me see if Skysky, are you down to do a duo with me? Let's do it. Uh, Let's do a duet. <laughs> that sounds good. I'll hit the mic uh, freestyle, and then you just chime in after me with a freestyle rhyme, and then we can end it. It doesn't even have to be very long. You with you with it? Well, I uh, I could try. I I don't know. Yeah, let's, let's that's try. all it is. It's a try. It's a try. Well, no, he he doesn't sing. He doesn't. He's not a poet. No, he Uh-oh. can do whatever he can do. Maybe he wants to do some beats. Okay. He could also masturbate. But it's not going to work for a, for the call. <laughs> well, you guys, man. No, this is an open mic for either spinning 
or for a beat creating. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the beat creation, but my thing is, look, look. Okay, so here's one thing I did. You guys need to go and see. If you're interested in my beats, Donaldson Flow Time, check out my Instagram. It's a brand new, you know, infatuation that I have. I upload about one minute of beatboxing based on some pre-recorded tunes I got. So it sounds sounds like it's me, but I'm really lip syncing, and it looks like me, but I'm just it's all lip syncing. It's like you know professional video styles. Check me out at D dot flow time d dot flow time i think i see sky ski on there already i'm friends with him on 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 uh on instagram right sky ski well yeah yeah it's just been so long that i haven't been on you know it's been since this this storm that we had it's been about right. a month mm-hmm. and a half so it's been a mm-hmm. while all right let's do this i'm gonna go do, i'm gonna do a quick rhyme real quick for everybody for all those heads out there Especially um, Spade, Kane Spade. Here we go. It's been storming. I feel like military in my status, like Norman. Bombing on heads with intellectual credibility statements. Meant it. Not mind controlling, but still detrimental to heads and watching on mainstream media or private media, they screwed. You want to chop and screw it, that's old school. Donaldson flow time on the new school, hit you off the top of the mind, something to make you drool. Why? Pay attention to the news. Mm. Keep it tight. Mentally intellect. Mathematical solution and problem create insight. Insight that comes from the full equation doesn't matter your persuasion. I'm buzzing, cousin, not thugging, not slugging, MCs if they want to bug out, or any hood on the alley route. I'm still out like gout, clout. Got it, no doubt. <laughs> Spread out. Like Kirby, vacuum cleaners, MCs, they suck. When I come through, out of luck. Why is that? Make more bucks. Currency, green paper, chasing. Mentality, facing. Reality, everyday situation. Never thought about letting go of attachment material possessions another beatbox session where you forgot about who you are in life's lesson that's that piece okay alright alright that was a consciousness that was a consciousness mm-hmm. piece right there we got it looks like welcome welcome is this poetess This is Monica. Yes. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm glad I was able to catch you. Hey, Monica. Yes. We, we, Hello. We're now in the open Hello. mic phase. So if you have a poem to spit, this is the time to do it. Well, 
<laughs> I really just wanted to listen in. I hadn't heard y'all in a while, and I finally had a night off. And Oh. I just wanted to sit back and enjoy everybody else. You're so sweet. Now, that's kind of you. You finally get a night off, and you're sharing that night with us. I am. <laughs> we love you for that. Well, Thank listen, you. I definitely will be sharing the archive link because you'll want to hear the show in full. We had an awesome, I, I awesome special guest earlier today, and now right. we're in the open mic. and. You know, I'm I'm gonna spit something. We just heard a um freestyle piece that was spit by one of our favorite MCs, the Quantas MC Donaldson Flow Time. So <laughs> yeah, if you feel like you wanna spit something, uh you're welcome um, to do it. Thank you. Um, Francine, can I say hey. one thing before you start? Yes. Um um, my phone might go dead, so it's it's no this or nothing. It's just my battery's a little low, so if if I if I'm not on the air, I, I just want to say that. Oh, you know? you're so dear. Well, listen, if yeah. it does go dead, we want to thank you because you've been with us from the beginning of tonight, mm-hmm. and we definitely will share that archive link when it becomes available tomorrow, mm-hmm. so you can hear uh, what you won't be able to hear when. Your mic goes dead, okay? Yeah. From yeah. the beginning of the cuddling and the ecstasy puzzling <laughs> was the cunnling gust. You can call me when I bust on the mic. I bust. Anyway. All right, all right. Well, Sage the Poet got something to spit tonight. I want to spit some fire. I want to spit some rain. Mm. I want to spit some sunshine, and I don't want to spit no pain. Because I know we've all gone through something that made us feel a little ashamed. But in life, sometimes that's what you got to do. You got to go down to climb up the mountain, and you got to rise up to stand up tall. So don't be afraid. When you fall, just get up. And... Recover that ball. Make your home run. Don't let anybody hold you back. Remember, you're better than failure, and failure is not where it's at. So when you don't reach your expectations, just rethink and revisit your beginning and find your strength within yourself. And push ahead. Don't let anybody else tell you where you need to be. Identify your destiny and get there and know that you have what it takes to be who you were meant to be. And that's that piece. Mm. Wow. And and I was feeling good when I went into the venue. That was mm. freestyle, baby. Mm. I know. I can tell. Good job, Sage. Big nice, work. man. Yo, Sage, let me kick another piece right behind you. I got one more for you. Here we go. Oh, hell. Here we go. Another hotel. I'm ready to start it. 
I ain't even trying to part it. Ways like Moses. You don't know this. Too many lifelines like Noah's. Art Park. Your car ready to start. Raising the ruckus in the neighborhood. Call me peeking. I'm having a good time like Kanika Dinkins. Still a victim in this shite. You saw me having a good time and you want to take out my light. Dimming it. Diminutions. With the dimming uh, of the light is a confusion. That comes from friends wondering where I is. I is in a confused place because I've been drugged by somebody in the community booming trying to act like they got through me. But then at the same time, just trying to have a good time, B. Call me Kanika Jenkins. Feel me now. Regardless of my gender, I'm here I got partner in crimes, parents, pottery, yay, splendor. No knowledge of what's about to happen, just clapping hands, trusting, no fussing, drugged in my own realm, headspace, forgot about reality, chasing a dream, pipes of schemes, not glass ones, but I'm after who put me in the freezer, son, cold, lights out, no doubt about, should have trusted self from top down or bottom up, forget top down authority, it's all corrupt, I'm going back to the beginning Start again. I'm Kanika Jenkins. All life is friends. Smooth. Mm. Seems like we have this one thread, this fiber that it seems to be in both of our uh freestyle pieces, and it's all about reminding yourself of who you are and not losing yourself through everything in life that you experience, the hard hits, and even the lifts, because, you know, we have those highs and those lows. Don't lose sight of what's real you know what's real from within yeah Mm. and don't settle for the superficial are you spitting don't don't settle for the superficial Mm. um yeah i'm gonna spit i'm gonna spit i'm gonna spit are you i didn't know if you were spitting right now or what i didn't know It, it sounded like poetry but it was nice it was nice Oh. Yeah, I'm I'm a spit I'm a spit. Um turn on the light. See what you see. Get out of the shadow. 
Be what you be. Stop running away from today. Stop turning your face to yesterday's happenings. Today is now. Tomorrow will come. The sorrows that are birth in you a new you. Allow the sun to shine on your face. Allow yourself a moment to win the race. Stop fearing what you're not capable of doing in this moment. Start planning what you're able to become in your next life. See the day. See the moment. Seize the opportunity. It's your time to shine. Let nothing block your light. And that's that piece. Nice. It's really nice. It's amazing Mm. that you freestyle like that. I'm not really, like, known as a freestyle spoken word Mm. artist. I'm more so known as a page poet because I like to think and rethink and then I start writing. I'll take credit for your freestyle. I inspire. I am the muse. I'm the duke. Come on, man. Well, I have to be honest. Uh, DSR, uh, Mr. DSR, he challenged me. One time I called into Uh a show to read something and he challenged (laughs) me to freestyle. And I was like, I was about to have a cow. I was like, what? I said, I ain't never did no freestyle nothing. He started laughing. I was serious. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I ain't done nothing. I was serious. Freestyle. I was serious. I was like, I called in your show to read a piece. Not nothing. He said, nope. He said, this is called the cipher. You got a freestyle. Uh-oh. I was King. like, whoa. Yo, that changed everything. This is Kane Spade's the cipher. You know what everything. Start to kick some real knowledge for your mind one time if you're ready. Always DSR on point. Ready. Rocking. Anyways, Donaldson here, just doing a little DSR in, uh, imitation. <laughs> <laughs> you had me fooled there, man. I, I had you fooled? Him. Yeah. You thought, thought it was him. Okay, that's what's up. See what I'm saying, you guys? Art is art. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We got to respect DSR and Kane Spade. is big enough, Kane Spade. And, and inspiring the queen, the duchess, not the queen, the duchess, all right, of the uh, Exceptional <laughs> Scribble Show. Uh, to actually freestyle, I actually have never heard your freestyle either uh, very much, Sage. And so, yeah, because I, I don't your, really your classify. I don't classify my artistry as freestyle because I like to think and rethink, and then I write things down. 
I do research, I study. I think I'm more of a technical um, poet, artist. But if you put me out there to do a freestyle, I'm going to swim rather than sink. I'm going to mm. try. You know, I'm willing to try. <laughs> mm. You got some gills. You got gills. And it I'm kills. willing to try. Competition at will spill. So I'm glad you like my try. Knowledge. That's a trial. That was my trial. Um, and that's where I'm at. I, I'm I'm doing trial. Hey, real quick, real quick shout out to you. Um, you're not trying anything. You're just doing it. But you guys, you got to go check out the Sage Francine um, Facebook page. And if you, I know you probably did it already. You saw the Kane Spade. Special edition poetry uh, kick, especially because uh, it's a repentance. It was Kane Spade's oh, repentance. Ah, ah, I so love if you it. ain't heard Uh-oh. that, if you if you didn't hear the Kane Spade repentance, go and listen <laughs> to it on Francine. It is sick, you guys. <laughs> You're gonna hear this man kicking live on the street with the with the free, yeah. With that the was like nice. so Roy Street in Philly is and Roy Street is a loud. Hold on. Please. I'm trying to get a man to plug. The man has a book. Every uh, it, It's all poetry, and he composed it. Awaken Y'all got to go pick that up. Awaken the Poet. And he read something from there. And Sage, man, he picked a good opportunity to do it. <laughs> I was like, no, you didn't. Or Broad Street at that. Man, mm. I, I give him his prop. Because that's mm-hmm. a busy place. Anybody knows anything about Philly Broad Street? It's a loud, busy, wide street. <laughs> and he Dude, did it wasn't even wonderful. Yeah, he did wonderful. It wasn't even that noisy, but I know there was some people listening right there on the street because I could tell. Oh, yeah, it's always people on Broad Street. So I know he was somehow yeah. he got a little cut, a little corner where he had some space to himself, and he took full of it. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Sick. So big up Kane Spade and big up Sky, uh, I mean uh, Rio Ski Rio Sky Ski Rio. Thanks. Uh, one day I'll get into to, um, the, the poetry and all of that stuff. I guess I just like Sage. Yeah, I yeah. You, you know what? But freestyle, I have to say, freestyle will open you up. If you find that you have writer's block or you struggle mm-hmm. with your pen, start doing some mm-hmm. freestyle. That's going to help open you up and help you to, to work through those kinks in terms of your artist. I, I, let me say this, guys. If you trust yourself, if you trust yourself with how you feel about reality, you don't have to question yeah. what you're going to say. You can just allow your brain to think freely, you know, and, and you're going to say something that's actually going to be relevant because the only words that you possess are the, the things that you've learned, your experiences, and all that. So the most of the thing that's going to come out is going to be truth. Yeah, you may, don't rely on, sometimes when MCs go, yeah, yeah, on top of the mind, Donaldson, flow time, off the top of the mind. That rhyme right there is one of those things that you say, it's like filler words, filler words. And they don't really mean anything. Top of the mind doesn't, it means something, but it doesn't really mean anything. But if you trust right. yourself even more, 
you get into this little groove where you're just like, you know, I, you, you are the art form itself. You're not kicking a poem, but you yourself are poetry. You start to kick the poetry. You are. You exist as pure poetry. Right. And your See, life I, becomes that. Mm-hmm. I am the vibration in poetry's yeah. wings. So if my suggestion, you just relax into it whenever you're ready, you know? Yeah, you it's like meditation. You, you know how you get into your meditation? You know, you clear your mind. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you kind of start concentrating and focusing on one thing. It could be light. It could be love. It could be serenity. And then all of a sudden, your whole world is absorbed with that energy. Oh. Yeah, it's like that. It's, mm-hmm. it's not really like rhyming. Like you have to rhyme every time. Yeah, it's not it's, rhyming. It's not rhyming. No, you don't have to rhyme. Like no Dr. Rhyming. Seuss. Like a lot of people think it has to rhyme like Dr. Seuss. No, it does not. It just has to be relevant. It has to I be guess relevant. So. Well, let's show an example real quick. Here's an example. This morning when I woke up, I didn't feel myself. I opened my mouth to say words, but nothing was heard. I stretched my arms. I stretched out. I lifted my body off of the bed, but I felt nothing. There was, in essence, no passion. I felt limp, lifeless. It was as if I was listless, breathless. I was clueless as to what to call my condition. All I knew was this is not me. That's poetry. Mm, mm, It's a mm, 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 self-expression. It was my expression of what I I felt. Yo, let me try real quick. (laughs) Let me try this. Okay, here we go. Let me try something. Woke up choked up. Dread feelings. Fear reeling. Really? Energy peaked like ceiling. Every day, what I'm after, you heard it. Currency and blasting rafters. But reminiscent. Childhood memories come back like bastards. Bastards never had around mother or father. Had to create art as another. Feeling unfigure of self. Feeling and figure out what's real, true wealth. Art was my answer. Steady dance around personality. Cancer, growth, diminution, devolution, evolution, convolution, solution, pollution. 
right, that's it right there. That was a nice one. But see what we're doing? Like, we're just, here's a piece. Yeah, yeah. I, I walked. I walked long. I sweated. I sweated hard. I sang. I sang a song no one else could sing. Why? Because I felt like I needed to. Nobody was able to take me out of my element. Why? Because I said to my environment, I'm better, not bitter. End of peace. It's not how long or how short your piece is. It's how you spit with conviction. When you spit with conviction, what you spit will be relayed well, and then it can be well received. Mm. Mm. Man, that was, that made me want to kick another one. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know if it's okay with you, Sage. It's okay. No. We're paying homage to the the muse of literary arts. Donald? So whatever you choose is okay. We're <laughs> paying you. homage oh, thank you. to the muse of literary arts. Inspiring, not changing. I want to make a difference, not rearrange me. Putting out energy, floodgates open with a synergy. Creation of light bodies, multiplicities. I want to create the real, true reality. But I grew up in brainwash mentality. Cipher. Gets me hyper, keeps me focused, could be hocus-pocus, every letter, every orifice, edging on sorceress or sorceress conduct. I'm on one, ready to buck. Call me angry, call me one with self, call me mad as fuck, I'm mad as hell. A lot of shit need to change, but I'm inspired nevertheless. Never the stress. Keep the positive vibes going. I told heads at the liquor store I could keep it going on, and all they told me was to fuck off. But I got my mind set on inspiring people by being more than credible. I'm edible audio, insatiable, sensational, educational. Inspirational. That's that piece. I like that uh, line. Um, edible audio. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, that wasn't even that the was... real. But that wasn't even the juice of it. I mean, the free. I appreciate it. You like that? I use that sometimes in my rhymes, my freestyle. Edible audio. But that, 
Yeah, that's one of those go-to things that I used. I usually go to that when I when I can't think of anything else to say. But I think Skyski and others on the call can actually relate to that kind of like, you know, conduct because when you sometimes when you freestyle and you, you have these you have these sayings that you just resort to, and mm-hmm. and so so I I is it. It's one great way of actually conducting yourself when you're in a poem is to try to withhold from resorting to those last resort clauses or phrases that you want to say. So this way you can keep them for the very, you know, and then you might actually twist it into something else, which creates something new. So don't always try to, don't always try to resort to your your you know your mainstay words things that you're used to saying try to go outside right. the box of you know with your with your grammar with your with your language with your words pick new words good advice pick new words yes yeah and new phrases right new word phrases no yes so so for example I could say through the lover I'm a lover. Not a brother from another mother, undercover, CIA, FBI, police status. I don't think so. Apparatus is my mind. Ready to create new life, new limelight. Foundation create grid work through insight. You see what I just did? Yeah. I like the it's flow. About, yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you. I mean, everybody out there already knows about this, but I'm just here inspiring, you know, Donaldson. Yes, Thank this you, is the Empowerment Inspiration Hour, Donaldson Flow Time. Yeah. He's the host right now, people. <laughs> yeah. So spit, spit, if it's legit, jit, jit, and you don't quit, quit, quit. Because of the, because being an verb of the, being an prepositional article retali- uh, enforcement for the noun is with the claim of the pronunciation of the fact of the sentence. So that made no sense at all, actually. But the idea is when it, when you use prepositional phrases also, in your sentence structure, you can actually expand your vocabulary. So instead of thinking of just words in terms of adjectives and verbs, you can also use pronouns and prepositional phrases too. If you understand, and and that will actually expand your vocabulary and give you space in your dialogue. I found that to be extremely advantageous. Thanks for sharing. Oh, you know. You know. I'm out here trying to inspire, man. I ain't trying to change anything. That's right. That's right. We're here to empower, to inspire. Skyski. I think Skyski's phone went dead. I know he was telling us. Yeah, it might happen. It did. Breaks my heart. 
Well, he was well, but, on with yeah. us for as long as he could be. We thank him. Mm. He called in, and we hadn't heard from him uh, since yeah. the storm. So it was good mm-hmm. to hear and to know that he's well, and they're recovering well on the island. And as always, well, we're do... sending positive energy right. their way, encouragement, and we know they will come back stronger than they were before that now, hurricane. The in Puerto Rico, right? No, he's uh, the Virgin Islands. Virgin Islands, okay. That's mm-hmm. where that's where Midnight came from, around that area. You know the band Midnight? Aqui, yeah. Aqui, Aqui, what's the Aqui Vega? What's the, what's the name of that? His new band. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's the same neighborhood. Well, I Godspeed, man, to peace and and healing for 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 uh, Skysky Rio. Because I'll be honest with you, nature does some crazy shit, and you never know what's going to happen. And you know. That's why we. It's important to look at nature and say, you know what? That's like human human beings. You know, nature is is just volatile, man. You know, and human beings are the same way. You know, so when I kick my flows and I kick my rhymes, it's relevant. It's actually, um, it 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 actually relates to uh to the weather patterns. You know, be, uh, in the sense that. I mean, I try to pick up on all the different, like, sensitivities, you know, that are going on around me. But sometimes you just, you're just not aware. Nature just has this, especially if you get caught up in a sense of self that's limited, you forget about the bigger picture. Nature just seems to, like, want to run over you, you know? So my, my suggestion would be stay free and stay loose in your thoughts. And then your ability to actually take information in, stay loose and free. This way, you're not you're not binding yourself to one particular belief system or or another, you know. Um, and by doing so, you'll be able to actually increase not just your vocabulary, but also the content and you know the subject matter for what you're you're rhyming about. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to take the word free dumb and we're going to reverse the order. When you have dumb or dominion first you're saying something. First you have to dom something to be free. A lot of us haven't even learned how to control our own soul, let alone to demand respect from another soul. So we got a lot of homework to do, people, before we can free ourselves. We've got to dom. Nah, sage, 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 sage. Freedom is being this, being this, not is. Freedom is pureness, pure bliss, 
with my kids. Freedom is with my family. Freedom is experiencing all my feelings. Freedom is. Freedom is. Not something that I have to try to be. It happens. I'm a part of it. It's a part of me. My hands are clapping. I'm steady snapping. And MCs that want to try to battle steady take a crap off the stage. <laughs> a pregame dump, if you will, when they before they blow up in a rage. Why is that? Because Donaldson flows time. Always turn the page of the textbook. Take another look. But stage without re with recourse, no prejudice, and the source is pure life. And I give you the mic. All right, we're gonna do what we say, and when we say what we do. We're going to be who we are. And when we are who we be, we're not trying anything. We're living. We're living. We're alive. And that's that piece. Living, giving, living, not grieving, just surviving, best, thriving, Nevertheless, no, just, oh, off the chest, get it. Quest, family, nature, origin, sourcing out revelations from heartfelt conversations. Internet, interconnect. Intra, outra, ultra, it itra to be a little more respectful, not full of myself, fool. Keeping it tight off the top of the mind. All right. Live, give, be, live, and in so doing, you are awake. Awake, not sleep. You don't nap when you have purpose. You rise up and you stay up. When you know your name, you don't play the game because that would be insane. You're not pretending. You're simply rendering and you're saying what you know is correct. You're not trying to be something you're not. So just wake your mind and keep it awake. And don't let it sleep. Allow your mind to breathe. And when it breathes, allow it to perceive the things that are what's better. Not worse. Reverse the curse. Give yourself air to breathe. Inhale thoughts that are good and positive. Exhale anxiety, stress, and fears. Be your own best friend, 
not your own worst critic. Save yourself from regrets and allow yourself to pass every test. Study, study, study. Remember, life is a rehearsal. And the second life is your choosing. Mm. And that's that piece. Yo, I got one more, one more, one more, one more. Mm. I looked up, heard sounds, felt emotions, saw thoughts, and thought it was just me. Said, damn, how could it be? I'm in this place, struggling, thinking about drug smuggling, thugging it. But it's just me. Didn't realize had a whole life outside I was not seeing. Too busy. Caught up in a laser beam of energy on a selfish platform of green paper currency. Too eager and greedy to seem respectful and polite because I thought it was just me. Only to realize and open up my eyes and see true reality, I'm bigger than I thought I was. It is just me, except other people are included in my buzz. Even the fuzz. Why hate them? Why hate me? Beating up myself internally, seeing it circumstantially. That's that piece. Hmm. Taking away the veil. Exposing who you really are is the best thing you can do. Making yourself available to others. Showing the realness within you. Making your way. Paving your road to success. Allowing the scars to remind you that it's not without a struggle. Holding tight to everything you've learned and never letting it slip away. Embracing your truth because that's all you have at the end of the day. Looking at yourself and demanding you to not walk away. Standing tall, being bold, erasing the troubles that lace your soul, reminding yourself that you're stronger 
than you once were. Telling yourself that you love you and letting hate go. Knowing that you're better. Knowing that you're worth it. Whatever it may be. And allowing yourself that opportunity to stride with the angels, to run faster, faster than the trial that seems to never end, to outrun your fears, to outrun your anxieties, to tell you, I'm going to make it, not because I think I can, but because I know I will. That's called beating the odds and never allowing yourself to say die. And that's that picture. That first year? Her beauty captured me. Spent seven years studying yin, yang, back and forth. You know that thing, checking out the source of reality, looking for eternal freedom, yet her beauty captured me. Can't think of anything else as I'm sitting on the street. Call me stupid while I'm stupid. Her beauty captured me. Not just her booty, but the booty is in the intellectual ability to capture my attention. Life, living, to be free, that's why her beauty captured me. Mm. So busy seeing things, visualizing creatively. New realities inspiring, not looking for desire, bling, or even a ring, and still her beauty captured me, felt free amongst it, free inside the beauty, no duty, no looting of the wealth. Merely sharing self, shelvage, selfish, I don't think so. For eternity, her beauty captured me. I can't even think about what's important now because I see how life is about to turn out. Of course, it's about that beauty. And that booty that captured me. And let's get down to duty and the rapturing. Mm. They said it couldn't be. They said that tree would never grow. They said that fruit could never be. They said that high would be a low. They said that smile would be a frown. They said that height would never rise. 
and ascend and be the peak of that dreams, reality. They said <clears throat> her name would be forgotten. They said her face would never glow. They said his walk would matter not. They said the legacy would be a no-go. They said the money would not last. They said investment would come but pass. They said no one cares. No one gives a damn. They said who? You? Oh, that would be a sham. They said give up. They said nothing's in it for you. They said why even try? They said it's not for you. They said cry and cry some more because your tears, they'll be seen, but you won't. They said be in a corner with your story. Don't tell the world. It has no glory. They said weep. They did not say believe. And so I conceived my dream and breathed life into it. And now the vision speaks that joy I seek is mine. And where are they? They have become the stones I stand upon today. End of peace. See me sitting, see me sitting, sipping, yelling, much to talk about. See me sitting on your stoop, no doubt. Got a lot of things to say, got a lot coming out my mouth. Figure me not part of my com- this community, still I'm living. Ask me, do I live here? You live in fear because you don't have your life without. If you had a life without mad possessions, you'd probably be without the doubt. Nevertheless, it's another lesson. But you still see me sitting here. Frustration arises. Seeing something in my eyes. When you speak to me, you despise. Ask me why. Purposes. What's it worth? It's just purple that your face is turning, running out of breath, looking for questions, looking for answers, dancing around the questions, dancing around the true lesson. See me sitting on your stoop. Call me stupid. Hear me. Look it. Feel it. Smell it. It's life going all out in all directions, sensualizing, tantalizing, sensationalizing, breathalyzing, here to check the record. And when I correct it, nevertheless, it still gets questioned. Why? You think I'm stupid because I'm sitting on your stupid, kind of loopy. They bring their rage. 
they bring their story. I don't agree. I have no link to their chain of disunity. See, I chose a path, one leading to a peaceful end. And so I rescind their vote for violence in my community. I cannot link arms with you if you're not building, if you're tearing down things that should stand. I'm not yielding. I'm not going to encourage you if you're standing in the way of progress. Why be that stumbling block for my friends? If you say you care, then be a bridge and aid their rites of passage towards a better day ahead. So no, I will not partner with you if you are enemy to my friends, you see, because I link with my community to bridge the gaps that be. It matters to me that things make sense, that what's broken gets fixed. That's what life should be. And if you deny me that opportunity to see light where life should thrive, then I must disunite from thee and turn my back on thee and wave goodbye in the peace. You know what? We can keep going on and on with this. That was sick, yo. That was sick. I want to do one more, though. I don't go know on, how long go you on. Mean. I don't. All right, all right. I, it's, this one I just titled "The Sun" or "The Sun." So I see you. You see me. I hover above the the seas of the earth and all the trees, providing all the energies. I am the number one. I am the love of your life. Call me the sun. Providing heat. Don't be so fleeting when you look at me. Access higher sense of self. Please. Come on, honey bun. Big mun. No pun intended. Comprehend it. It's all fly. I'm in the sky. True self-manifestation, real wealth, providing light. 
son. I have a son. I see the sun. I am the sun shining bright. Radiance of manifested light, manifestations of the most high. Keep on thinking about deep insight, circumventing microwaves as they perpetrate our neural pathways and create detrimental ways of thinking which create oh well I kind of dropped off on that one I, I fell off I'll be honest I'm not a poet you guys I, but, hey, it, is it, it, but it, it was <laughs> relevant it was relevant and poetry right is relevant yeah. it was fun thank you Sage much appreciated. I appreciate yeah, what fun. I heard. Uh, we had you a guest me. in the chat room. They said yes, yes. They've been listening and enjoying. So, hey, we're 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 doing something meaningful. It's relevant. Okay. I'm gonna say a, I'm gonna spit a little something. This is kind of pa- paying homage. Hey, who is who? Real quick, who who's Moon? Moon they, they just. They just have guest 11 um, in the chat room. Monica Blanco. Right. She's on the call. She's on the call. Monica, let me hear you. Who are you? Monica? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Yes. 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 It, it, I, am, I am she. That's my uh, pen name, actually. Okay, that's your and pen just, name? Mm-hmm, Munyeka Blanco. And I, I'm just sitting back right. enjoying y'all. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. Well, you got we it, appreciate. You got a special night. You got it on a special night, to be honest with you. I appreciate it. Sage appreciates it, but it's kind of a rare night, to be honest with you. I mean, I got to fill in where Master Sage is not dropping heat. You see? Normally, he's here. Uh. <laughs> Oh, Master Scribe, yeah. Well, he's been, yeah, he's been studying. You know, he's back in school, and he's finishing um, another. I think he's working on a dissertation, so that has him busy a lot of nights. So that's why we haven't had him. You know what? Even though I sound sexy, right? When I spit my poetry, which I don't. I know I don't. Uh, Master Master Scribe actually sounds extremely sexy. Like he he knows how to hit up a sexy poem, but I think he Skysky does a lot of got him beat tonight poetry. because Skysky, he could say one he could just make one sound and get you all sensually feeling. He'd just be like, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. You know what? He'll be like, you'll be like, you better be glad you're where you are and I'm here because I'd have took a lemon and scored at you on that note. Bobby, you sounded just like a. <laughs> That's how you do it, though. I mean, if you, he sounds even oh sick. That, that, that is his. I wish Warrior was right Queens of Poor Thelman was on the call. She would be giggling at that. Oh, my God. <laughs> That was too good. Wow. Well, he 
I mean, he, he, even though he doesn't actually kick anything, Monique, uh, you know, <laughs> Skysky, Skysky has always been here as a very uh, integral part of, yeah, of he, exceptional he, scribble. He's a pillar. He is of support. And if it wasn't yeah. for his feedback, such such as such as, mm, oh, oh. <laughs> And stuff like that. Oh, and I thought I'd actually be, I'd actually be a little bit left out. I'd feel a little bit left out. Oh my gosh! So sensual, but what a beautiful man. Uh, moving forward. Oh my! Now, from a man to hear such a compliment, <laughs> now that's really saying something. <laughs> oh wow! Oh my! Well, let me ask. I mean, Skysky, I want. I can't wait till he actually decides. This is the day I'm going to start to uh, spit some poetry because his voice is really sensual. If you just, he says one word right now and you get chills. He goes, mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you, and everybody on the phone oh gets God. chills, right? So you're oh like, damn. Yes, yes. Just wait yes. till he spits a poem. Guilty as charged, yes. I had several goosebumps on my left arm there. Okay. No, for real though. All right, here goes some beatboxing, Sage, man. Let me do some beatboxing. Try something new here and annoy the neighbors. How about Manika? Do you want to spit while he's beatboxing? <laughs> You're more than welcome. I, I definitely will cut in at some point. I don't. I don't think I know how. <laughs> okay. I've never well, done I, freestyle. I'll. I'll lead the way. I'll lead the way. All right. <laughs> Touch the air. Let the air embrace yourself. Your self-image. Feel the vibration. Let it move your soul from within. You can snap your fingers. You can move your hips from side to side. Like a sashay when walking. Allow the music to vibrate within your bones. Let the high frequency stimulate your mind. Do a mind dance. Let the words ricochet from the walls of your thought. Process. Allow your lips to spit verbal genius. Challenge your pen. Allow an ink to think smart. To think wise. To think 
eternal. Be your better side. Live beyond all limitations. Allow the earth's core to resonate from within you. Speak earth. Speak earth. Speak earth. Your rebirth is now. Tell the winds of change to revive your soul, to transform you into a better self, into a better self. Make yourself better. I used to be young. I used to be afraid. I used to be sad sometimes. I used to be in the shadows. I used to be a possibility. But I changed. I changed. I changed myself. And now I am a reality. Actuality. Resilience. That's me. I hold on to the treasures of time as I walk through the universe, as I travel in time. I am not limited by limits. I live beyond them. I specify who I shall be and I become it. There is no dictator over me. I am my own queen. I live to live. I breathe to breathe. I walk to walk again. I stand tall. I am tall. I'm strong. I'm strong within. No more weakness. Oh no. No more. No more. No more lack. Because I choose. I choose to be. I choose to be. I choose. I choose. I elect myself. Now you do the beat. You do the beat. Go. Go. Do the beat. No more weakness. Yeah, do the beat. No more weakness. I'll do the poetry. No more weakness. I got the heat. It's boom, 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 boom. <laughs> what the heck? I am not a beat creator. What are you yo, trying to do? Yo, that wasn't even formatted, yo. Boom, no, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Insight, yo. Keep it tight. They human upon this mic, and I just might have to. I'm ignorant. All right, I'm inside. I'm inside. I'm inside. Spiked, but not boom. the riot, and I'm hitting it. Hitting the Boom, boom, boom. You're funny. Boom, no, good boom. Good shit, though, Good, good shit. I Very told good you, show. I am not a beat creator. Why are you doing that? I mean, you know what it is? I can. I am definitely um, unpredictable. 
Yes, that was very unpredictable. You never did that to me before. Ouch. Not once. Ouch. That hurt. <laughs> you mean put you on blast <laughs> like that and ask you to beatbox? Yeah, I don't um, stretch like that. We I don't might do have that to do kind that of every yoga. three months now that you mentioned it. <laughs> I don't do that kind of yoga. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a fun... What a fun time this is. If people only knew. Well, we had a few people on the call, and actually, I believe, I believe, actually, they do know deep down in their hearts, right? But what mm-hmm. we need to do is, is, is somehow get them on this call. <laughs> Although, we can only have 250 people on one call at a time. So. <laughs> No more than 250, universe. That's what I'm asking for. Well, you hey, know, that's believe- why there's yeah. always next Tuesday because we got to keep them coming. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Gotta keep, keep it coming. coming. And you got to keep also keep the positive thoughts going too because you never know what you're going to be able to actually create in your own life if you just, you know, think about it, you know? That's right. Now, next Tuesday we're doing open mic um, till 9 o'clock. So from 8 to 9, it's going to be open mic. From 9 till 10, that's when Warrior Risk Queens of Port Thelma will be doing the free publishing tips hour. And then from 10 till 11, that's when Donald's son, slow time, will have lead facilitating of his empowerment inspiration hour. So that will be the format for next Tuesday, the 31st of October. And somehow, yeah, you guys have to tune in if you can, because, again, you're probably already well aware that that, uh, a lot of good information um, comes out on this call, uh, not just from the guests that come on, but also all of the uh, callers that call in, the people that join the calls, um, have a lot, generally have a lot of very, very, you know, a lot of better insight than, you know, than I do, actually. But mm-hmm. it, it, I always learn from other people. And, uh, you know, it's, it's never a dull moment here on the Exceptional Scribble Show. We got Queen Warriorist, Queen Zipporah, coming back for more of those writing tips, those publishing tips, what you don't know, what you don't know could hurt you. So you need to pay attention to the Warrior It's Hour, and that is going to be, is that from um, 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock? From 9 o'clock? till 10. 9 till 10? Okay. And that's Eastern? Mm-hmm. That's her hour from 9 p.m. till 10 p.m. Is that Eastern time or, or, or what? Eastern, that's Eastern Standard Time, yeah. There you go, Queen. And you know what? Honestly, she's been getting better at her dis- dissertations. Oh, um, she changed her yeah. whole format and style. And it is definitely a very upbeat pace in motion. Um, if you noted today, it's very interactive now. So there's much more engagement with the listening audience. And that's where it's at. Maintaining but say, say, engagement. But you... You, you, you bring out the best qualities in all of us. Now, I, I want to give you kudos. 
Oh, wow. I'm humbled. Hear that applause. No, you yes, I love it, okay? that. You deserve it. That sounded it so soothing to hear. Thank you. <laughs> well, Gave me a list. You're providing a huge um, platform, you know, for these people. But the other thing is, I think there's something special about you and your ability to see potential, okay? And you, you're you like constructing this thing called exceptional scribble, you know? And it's, uh, it's kind of this work in progress, but at the same time, it's like this, like, this, like, this master, masterpiece already, you know? So, uh, Thank you. That you know what? I, I definitely affirm that truth. Yes indeed. It is a work in progress. It is a masterpiece in process. And I am honored and humbled to be able to be one of the chiselers or sculptors of this. Chiselers. I really am. I dare you to poet with that. I dare you to kick a kick some I chisel chiseler. the scribble. <laughs> With my chiseler and inspiration. The, the man that looks like the Riddler, right? Not a fiddler. On the roof and definitely not a Hitler. Not a Hitler, that's right. <laughs> no mustache. Gotta get Whitmer. Then that. And cash out used to live in Whittier. <laughs> About the death. And it all Whitmer. sums up. Right, right. Whitmer trees, the next one, next of kin. Anyway. It all sums up to exceptional scribble. It is the exceptional <laughs> scribble show, you guys. That's and the thanks show. so much for tuning in. This is Donaldson Flow Time. Yielding the mic here to Sage so she can close out the show. I know it sounds, we've got five minutes left on the show. Um, does Monique want to chime in here for any last words, any comments or, or questions? Monica? Or, uh, yeah, Monica, questions or statements or anything? Yes, I, um, I just enjoyed listening to y'all um, flows. <laughs> and um, I, I regret that I can't, you know, I'm so shy, friend, you know, I'm shy. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> I'm terribly shy, and I've been working on it. But I, I appreciate the show. I appreciate the invitations, and I am so glad that I finally had a night off where I could call in. And yeah. Ask just a little bit. Well, we want you to know that meant a lot to us that you would share your night off with us. How special! Yes, and we hope well, that you know, we have truly given you. Oh, so. we thank you for that. And listen. What? Stop playing. We Seriously? will share that archive link tomorrow with you so you can hear that all of awesome. what you missed. It yeah. was awesome okay. from the beginning. Yes, indeed. You ladies are too sweet. I'll be honest. I'm trying to be a ruffian up in here. That is nice to hear that you like my music and you like Sage the Poet. <laughs> I love we the way you laugh. Her. Yes, I'm a little on the soft side. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, lady friend. I appreciate you, though. No doubt. Thank you. Mm. Thanks. Well, again, Donaldson, flow time, ladies and gentlemen. This is his hour of empowerment and inspiration. Thank you for tuning in to the Open Mic. 
You. Yes, and by the way, in the words of in the words of Sky Ski Real, you guys. Mm. <laughs> mm. I'm gonna get you. All right. Okay. I'm telling you, Donald Sun, Blue Time, ladies and gentlemen. You never know what you're getting. So keep tuning in. So we'll be back next week, and it's on the 31st. And, yes, if you have some haunted stories, call in, because we're going to have some haunted story narratives shared. (laughs) And we're going to have some eerie poetry spit. And we're going to have some eerie sound shared. We're going to have some people that can do those screen screens. (laughs) We're going to have a fun show next Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. So tune in if, if you don't mind a little chiller and your your spine tingling and your skin crawling. I'm trying to make and it the hairs on your arms standing It's hard to make those weird sounds. <laughs> I'm gonna do my you spooky know. laugh. Oh right. wait. I got some surprises. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be great. You're gonna hear some spooky tales, tales from the crib. Mm. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Am I sounding too much like Sky Skyrio? Just, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can't stop. even do that without. Even, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're making my big toe quiver. I'm so, <laughs> that's kind of funny. I don't that's have any socks on. Actually, so, yeah. kind of sexy. <laughs> too funny Skyski thank you very much for your inspiration oh, I gotta give a special shout out to For Real the Poet he's always saying take your socks off well I yeah. did it tonight for the duration of the whole show my you socks took your were socks off. off yeah For Real the Poet I gotta give him <laughs> you was out there on the barefoot status platform hello Oh, the call's over. Damn, that's not bad. Hello. Yo, Sage. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, sorry. Sometimes we experience drop calls. That is a peril of internet radio servers. From time to time, drop calls do occur. But I do want to say thank you to all for tuning in to episode 186 of the Exceptional Scribble Show. 
And at this time, we are signing off. We are signing off. Peace, good health to all, and join us next to the yes. We are going to experience some narratives, yes, some haunted narratives, some eerie poetry. We just want people to know that, yes, not all scary things are not to be appreciated. Yes, there's still artistry, art. We are to appreciate art in its variety of forms. And, yes, that means some scary stories told, okay, haunted narratives. It's still art, ladies and gentlemen. Don't get offended. So tune in on the 31st next Tuesday. Again, it's 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to 9 p.m. That is the first hour. From 9 p.m. to 10 p.m., we are still going to have our free publishing tips hour. Co-host S, Warrior's Queen, Deborah Thelman, will be hosting. And then from 10 p.m. on, we will have Donaldson full time. He's going to be the lead facilitator of his hour, the Empowerment Inspiration Hour. Don't miss it. And this is what I'm going to do for you tonight. I'm going to end tonight's show, and I'm going to sing a little. Something nice to encourage. Okay, I'm going to sing a little something to encourage you. You are special. Special you, don't deny it, it is true. Embrace your inner light and be your best. Don't be afraid to allow yourself to shine. Your light and be the special you that you were born to be. You are special, special you. Shine your light, remain true. Don't be afraid to let you be heard, be seen, be known. You are special, you special, you. Good night. Join the Exceptional Scribble Show next Tuesday. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You are invited by Sage the Poet. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.